What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your host, DJ Hamilton. Welcome back to the DJ Sports Show. I, I know it's been a long time since I've recorded. Um, it's been various reasons for that. As, man, I haven't recorded in like a month and a half. It's been a very long time, and I'm sorry for that. But the first thing I want to get off is, um, one, I didn't have a car, so I didn't have no quiet space anywhere to record. And I didn't want to record stuff and then always have it interrupted and then not create good content that I'm happy with. So that's one. I didn't want that. And then two, my, um, I don't want to get too emotional, but um, my mother-in-law passed away on the 13th of November and she was only 55. Uh, Carla Renee Peterson, I call her Mrs. Peterson, the mother of my girlfriend for three and a half years, who I've been who I'm still dating. Um, she passed away on the 13th at the age of 55. It's been really hard for me mentally um, since her passing, and that's why it's been so long since I've done a podcast. Um, she was, she literally called me her son, like. She's been seeing me grow up from 18 years old till, fortunately, till her passing. She was such a beautiful soul, a beautiful person. Um, she always gave me great advice. She was always there. She was like another mother to me. And I couldn't stop crying. I've been thinking about her a lot lately at work. And I'd be, I'd be getting depressed at work thinking, like, man, like, my, my mother-in-law is gone. Like, but I know she would want me to continue to try to stop strive for success, be strong for her daughter. And it's just been really hard. And that's why I've been so gone so long from the podcast and recording. And I just wanted to let you guys know that um, she was she was just amazing. She was there at my college graduation when I graduated from New Paltz in May. Took took those pictures together with her, her husband, my girlfriend and my girlfriend's older sister. Like, And I'm just going to miss her very much. I still can't believe she's gone this soon. Like she... She's not gonna get to see my future kids, our future kids. I see us get married, and it just really pains me to even think about it. And I'm trying not to cry while I'm recording this, but the little tears coming down um, while I'm speaking. But I just want to say it's really been rough this year, especially since August. Just so much like life's been really. This has been the me- most mentally, emotionally toughest year of my life it's not even close this year has been the most draining mentally and emotionally for me and losing my mother-in-law this this took it just man it just made it that much it it, it threw it over hell for me like and i can't only imagine how mr peterson's feeling he he lost his partner for life and i just want to say that yeah that's why i've been gone for so long and <sighs> I, at this moment i just want to take a moment of silence for mrs peterson thank you um yeah she 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 always cooked dinner for me like i was her own son she never said oh this kid taking our dinner like she was never that type of person she was unselfish to her core she just had a great heart all the time she she let me do her lawn my laundry there if i wanted to 
she always let me come over sleep over she had no problem with that she was the kindest beautiful beautiful soul you'll ever find in a human being and i just want to thank her from the bottom of my heart for being such a great mother-like figure to me i'll never forget her and she has made me a better person i made a promise to her and i'm gonna try to keep that promise just like and i'm just i'm just really gonna miss her man i really am so rest rest in heaven mrs peterson you i I couldn't ask for a better mother-in-law i really couldn't you you were the best of the best thank you for all the meals (laughs) thank you for all the laughs we used to call each other ray of sunshine laughing together all that thank you for all the hugs oh our, our hugs together were like second to none thank you for all the hugs and just thank you for everything you've done for me coming to my college graduation let me sleep over let me date your daughter just everything and i'm really gonna miss you man i'm really gonna miss you rest it rest in heaven rest in heaven have eternal peace and I, I wish I wish you were still here physically, but I know you're watching us in spirit and smiling down. And I just want to say rest in heaven. I love you, Mrs. Peterson. And I'm going to try to be strong for your daughter and continue to try to support her and be there for her as best I can. I love you and rest in heaven. Yes, I am hopeful for today. Take this music and use it. Let it take you away and be hopeful, hopeful. So yeah, um, it's just been a tough year, ladies and gentlemen. Especially this last month, being the pinnacle of that. But um, coming into this episode, I have my man Phil Wilson of Wilson Way Sports Network. Uh, we talk our top five MVP candidates for the NBA. Uh, teams were buying and selling as contenders so far this NBA season at the quarter mark of the season. And then also get into our top five players in the league. And then we'll also talk a little bit of some of the greatest players of all time, but not too much. But yeah, it's a long, it's a long episode, over two hours long. And I kind of needed it. It's been over a month, so I want to create a episode with, with a lot of content for you guys. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode and Plug your headphones in, grab a snack, sit down, relax, whether you're doing your homework, you're watching a game, or you're whatever you're doing, driving in the car. Just plug your headphones in, and I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hello. Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's up, Phil? How you doing, man? Doing good, bro. Doing good. Looking, looking forward to this, man. Oh yeah. How how's the gym? <laughs> man, it's good, man. I I I don't want to stay too long. I don't want to get too tired. You know, while I'm trying trying to you know go go through this whole podcast and be over here uh, the the list of the talk. You know, what I'm saying so I, I I ain't stay I ain't stay too long. You know, what I'm saying um. So what you do? What you do today? Some cardio, biceps, back, leg day. Mainly cardio and biceps. I, I try to break things down like on like I go try to go like three or four times a week, right? So I try to do like you know 
arms one day. You know what I'm saying? I, I, might, I might lift weights as far as, um, you know, the, the, the bench press. Then, then I got a full-on leg day. So I, I try to try to do just something different. I have a game plan every single day. That's what's up, you know what man. Saying? Yes, sir. I, I just came from work. I was like, let me take a quick shower. I was like, he, I like, he's probably still at the gym. I was like, let me take a quick shower real quick. I just went to the store after work. <laughs> oh, that's all good. Yeah, I, I want to see talk too long. I, I want to waste your time with me. I was ready to go because I, I, I had this list. I had this these notes ready to go, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm back with a podcast. It's been a little while. I'm here with Phil Wilson, uh, NBA lover, uh, Wilson Way Sports Network. Also, go check out his website. He writes great NBA content and all things NBA. He's an NBA hoop junkie and guru like me. So, we have definitely something in common. <laughs> Appreciate that, man. Man, looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. So, first first topic we want to get into is uh, we're going to do our teams that we're buying and selling. Yep. I, I said let's choose three teams we're buying and selling so far throughout the quarter mark of the NBA season. Uh, you want to go first, or you want me to do one first? Uh, I, I can kick things off. I, 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 it took me a while because I, I wanted to make sure I didn't do something too obvious. I know you know your stuff, so I wanted to try to, to do something, you know, a little different, see what you think. I, obviously, I didn't want to pick, you know, the top contenders because I, obviously I feel like everyone's going to buy, like, the Celtics and the Bucks, you know, and, uh, for example. So I went a little bit yeah. different. I went, went with teams that, that are really having, you know, really good seasons, uh, in some cases surprising seasons in some people's eyes. So from my buy list, I started out with the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're looking really good. Ooh, I, love I like that. Oh, we definitely. I thought you would. Let's break it down though. So it's like Donovan Mitchell, he's balling. You know what I'm saying? As as we knew he would, he's he's one of my favorite players to watch. Uh, I, I love his game. It reminds me a lot of a lot of D Wade, uh, except he can shoot the ball a little better. Uh, but man, he's he's brought just such an energy to, to that cast, and they really got an identity. Uh, you know, post in the post LeBron era. Uh, they have arguably one of the they are, they're definitely a top five backcourt in the league when you talk about Mitchell, Garland, and, and, and then they have uh, a great interior presence with with Mobley and Jared Allen blocking shots uh, in the paint. So I, I'm really I'm really looking forward to them uh, seeing what they can do. Uh, they're right now I believe a top three seed in the in the East. So I, I think they'll definitely hang around there. I see uh, I see I still see them being behind uh, Milwaukee and uh, Boston uh, for, for for most of the season unless it's some kind of surprise injury wise. Because they're they're just playing, they're both just playing at a, at another level. But the Cavs, man, they're they're really going to be a, be a threat. You know what I'm saying? I I can see them possibly making, you know what I'm saying, a, a conference finals run. We, we got to see how things shake out. But like they're they're, they're going to be really dangerous to watch uh, now and for years to come. Uh, yeah. for, I know. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, you want to go to the next? The next one, man. I got uh, this is one. Man, it's it's funny, especially as a Lakers fan. It, feel, it feels weird. Give him, give him the credit, but I gotta do it because I, I I like the uh the point guard, uh the Kings man Sacramento Kings. Um, Ooh, I like that. I like, like that. the beam, like the beam, man. They they are really impressing me this year. I I I'm sure we all know basketball fans are like you know for the past what sixteen years you know but most of our lives you know they haven't really made any kind of playoff runs. I'm sure I'm sure we're all familiar with you know the. Early 2000s Kings and Chris Webber yep. and crew, you know what I'm saying? I was born 2000, but I know my history of the game, so I know what you're there talking you about. Chris Webber, yeah. those guys, Pedro Siakovich. Tough squad, tough squad. So, so now it's like, like now that they think that like they, they were from that era to now the team they have now, like I, I think that they could be fun to watch too. I'm not quite sure how far I'm gonna take them yet because because like none of, none of none of nobody really has been like that deep in the playoffs so if I'm correct as far as their roster. So I'm really curious about how, how they can. Maintain this pace. I like to see that. Uh, I think they're now they're the fourth seed. I don't think shake up every day. 
in 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 the West. But I think they're a top four seed in the, in the in the West. They're really looking strong. They, they had a strong win streak early in the in the season. They won like six, seven straight games in a row. They got a great offense. They got a great offense, but it's that defense. I want to see how they do come playoff time, especially especially if they make it and want to get past you know a first round series or something like that. I mean, for, I know for Kings fans, they're probably just happy just to have their team in the playoff with the possibility. Because usually at this point of the year, it's like, it's like you know, let's think about next year. You know, because they're, they're usually doing so bad. Yeah. Like, they're not even thinking about, about the playoffs. So I'm really looking forward to them. I, I think that trade uh, is really going good that they did they did with um, you know, Tyrese Halliburton going to the Pacers. So that actually goes into my next my next team. Because I, I think the trade worked out so well for both, for both teams. So I thought it'd be good to put them on the buy list. I'm actually going with the Pacers. Mm. Loving the way they're playing. Loving the way they're playing. Tyrese Halliburton is a baller. Uh, he he's he's one of I think one of my probably my most improved list. I love the way he's playing. I believe leading the league in assists. Uh, he he's okay. just going crazy right now. Uh, so I I think they can be good because a lot of people are talking about that uh the whole Buddy Hield Miles Turner trade. Oh, is he going to go to Lakers or are they going to you know move 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 those pieces? But now like if I'm the Pacers, I'm not making no moves. I, I want to see how good this squad can be. Uh, they're 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 in a tough Eastern Conference, but I, I'm I'm really liking the way they play. And 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 I love the rookie. I, I really thought he was he was a guy like I, I saw him um in college. Uh, Benedict, um, I think it's Matherin. Matherin, yep, the ha- the Haitian he, sensation. <laughs> yes, sir, man. He, man, he is he is a baller. I, I thought he would have went, went a little higher than to me. I thought he would have slipped a little more. What you think? Man, when that? I saw him in Arizona, how he yeah. shoot, how powerful his frame was, and how athletic he was, I'm like, yo, this guy gives me like Donovan Mitchell, D Wade vibes. Heck yeah. I, I didn't think he was gonna be this good though right away. Like I thought me he was neither. Like, no, year nobody two, year did. Three, but. Man, he he is. Well, I think he could be an all star within the next two years if he keeps developing the right way. Coming off the bench, by the way, he he could be. I believe I don't know if any, anybody in the history has ever done this. Got to look it up. Uh, uh, he he could be in the running for rookie of the year and six man of the year if they don't choose to start him in the time future in the, in the in the near future because uh he's 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 been off the bench the whole way through, averaging you know really solid numbers. I'm thinking like man, like with the way he's playing, you, you got Tyrese. You know, I I think they could be Andrew dangerous. Andrew Lampard, man. man, the other rookie. That's oh, what I'm saying. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. Yo, you saw what he did against the Warriors? Oh, yeah. I was, I was just about to say that. You, you beat me to it. Yeah, he, he was dogging stuff. I was like, okay, who, who is this kid? 31 points, 15 assists. He, he was making smart decisions, coming yep. up screen and roll strong, and he's only 22. Like, this guy, I'm not saying he's going to be a star or anything, but I think he could be a solid rotational player coming off your bench for a long time in this league. Watch. And he's clutchy. I saw I saw him hit that game winner on my Lakers the other night. I was like, come on. <laughs> I was just trying to tell you about that. I was like, oh, you man. Know, when he hit that buzzer beater, I was like, oh, I know Phil's sick. <laughs> Great shot, bad defense, though. LeBron got to come over on that rotation. Or somebody got to come over on that rotation. Because there's no reason somebody, you're, you're, I think, what, you're up, by, up by two. And then somebody's wide open on that rotation. Come on now. So somebody got to roll over. But, like, don't get me started on that. If the Lakers <laughs> would have won that game, they'd be, like, probably, like, the top four seed in the West right now. Because, like, all the top. What from mm. one through like ten, they're all only within like four games of each other. It's crazy right now to win the Western Conference. So congested. I'm I'm trying to figure out who who I think might make that you know build a separation. But there's a couple of teams I really think can if you, if you want to get into that. I know the Pelicans right now after the Suns you know horrible horrible loss last night to the Celtics. The Pelicans yep, right now the they're they're number one in the West, and I'm and I'm I'm really liking. I, I I didn't I didn't want to put them on the buy list. I thought that would have been too obvious. You know what I'm saying? But like. I really like the way the Pelicans are playing. A healthy Zion, like to me, to me, the sky's the limit with them. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look for, I'm looking forward to see what they can do uh, over the course of the season. Like at number at the ten seed right now, we got the Warriors as we currently yep. speak on 
Thursday, December 8th, they're 13-13 at 500. They're only four games back in number one seed. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles are 12-12 and 12 at 500 as well. They're only four games back. If they go on a little win streak and these teams from the top go on a little losing streak or whatever and struggle, they could be right there at the top of the West. It's, it's that crazy this year. Like, I've never seen anything like this. No, yeah, it's so it's so unique because usually like there's there's always a, a couple teams that like you know like always like the, like okay we, we can point to them oh they're definitely gonna go a long way they're definitely gonna go a long way but this year like it, no one's really out of it like even even my Lakers as bad as they're doing they're ten and fourteen with the thirteen seed uh, in the West right now like they're they're sixty at the first place you you have a good week or two a good hot week or two you can find yourself at the top of the West just like that so that you can't really doubt anybody yet even though there are a few teams in the West that I really don't think are going to do much, but we'll get to that in a second. So my list, my buyers, I mostly did the list for the buyers. Got you. I'm like, man, these teams have really been interesting. And I already have my three sellers on my list that I'm going to get into after that we'll get right. to. So the first team I'm going to get to, like, we both have something in common, the Cavaliers, man. Mm-hmm. I said, I said, Talk about when it. they traded for Donovan Mitchell, it might have been the best things they could have done this past offseason as they currently sit third in the Eastern Conference because I feel like they added another dimension to their offensive attack. Like, mm-hmm. last year they had Darius Garland, who had a breakout season. Evan mm-hmm. Mobley had a great rookie year. Darius Allen and Evan Mobley f- formed a dangerous tandem on the defensive end, protecting the rim and making one of the best elite defensive units in the entire league last year and this year as well. But Donovan Mitchell, a guy who's been playoff-tested, has had big playoff moments, mm-hmm. and a guy who can go bucket for bucket with the elites of the league, the Jason Tatums, the Kevin Durant, the LeBron mm-hmm. James, and so forth. He brings another dimension to them. And he doesn't have that pressure to be the playmaker, too, like he did in Utah, where he had to be the primary mm-hmm. ball handler, creating plays for others, and also the number one scoring option. He can do what he does best, which is get buckets and score. And it, and he has been playing a little bit better defensively as a result because there's Garland, who's one of the best point guards in the league. He is he is one of the best playmakers in the entire league. He gets, like, double-digit assists, nine assists per game. He knows how to read the floor, and he's an elite shooter. So he takes mm-hmm. that pressure off of Donovan Mitchell, who doesn't have to do the playmaking duties like he did back in Utah. And then he kind of has – you know what's funny to me? He plays with yeah. two – not just one elite big man, shot-blocking big man like he did in Utah, but he has, like, a double whammy with Got Jared two Allen. of them, Twin Towers. Isn't that funny to you? Yes, sir. No, I love it, man. This is That's why I knew, like, you know, I, when, I, when, I, when I did an article on the trade, I was like, okay. Because at first I thought he was going to go to the Knicks, Donovan Mitchell. But yeah, honestly, I, keep, I kept hearing so much rumors about that. Man, I, I know Stephen A. Smith was sick, <laughs> but, <laughs> yes. but 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 the Cavs move was made, and I was like, actually, like to me, I don't know how you feel, but I I would say honestly, this was the better place for him, to be yeah. honest. You know, because I, I think like the Knicks, obviously, it's that pressure. I believe he's from that, uh, you know, that New York area, something like the extra pressure, you know, uh, based on where he's from, uh, based off his talent. You know, you know, and then, you know, if you're the star, like, oh, are you gonna be saved to be the savior of the Knicks? But now it's like I feel like you know he he ain't really got to worry about that, and I, and I think he's playing free. With, with a lot of better talent, I feel like that that suits him. You know, with, with like like you mentioned, having the two defensive anchors, having having another playmaker, uh, and, and Darius Garland. So I'm like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think the Cavs really find a good one. You know, and so did so did the Jazz coincidentally as well. That they they got a pretty good team as well. Oh yeah, and like Mitchell, I, I have like honorable mention in MVP race. Like he's mm. obviously he's like like there's a lot of great guys for MVP right now, but I think he's just outside the top five. I say he's like in the top ten. He He's been really been a big part of why the Cavs have been so successful this season. Yep. And he's averaging career highs in points, 28.4 points per game. Three-pointers made, averaging like four threes made per game, which is crazy to think about. He's shooting like 50% from the field and 42% from three-point range. Yes, sir. 
And then you ha- and then when he ha- makes defensive mistakes, he has two guys who can make up for his defensive mistakes in that back line with Allen and Mobley, who no opponents want to go and attack them against those down. two guys. Yes, like, sir. Like those guys, the Cavs have the best defensive unit in the league, allowing the few- fewest opponents points per game, 105, mm-hmm. fifth in opponent field goal percentage, 45 and a half percent per game, and they mm-hmm. have the best defensive rating this season according to Stats Muse of 107.4, which is just point one better than the Bucks and the Bucks. Ooh. Their defense have been elite this season too, so that's saying something. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's special, man. That's, that's, I would, man, I, I would, I would pay to see a Cavs Bucks series. They just, I, they I just came, uh, what's it called? The the Cavaliers just came to play the Knicks on Sunday. I wish I could have gone to go see that. I want to see Mobley in person one day, man. I got to as well, but yeah, cause, yeah, that was a surprising loss too. Because I think the, the Knicks, the Knicks, I believe, won that game, uh, and that, that's actually a problem with the Cavs as well. Um, they they haven't been very good on the road, so I. I they're gonna have to improve that very soon for us to really take them seriously as, as a you know a, I guess a championship contender. That's that's one of the big flaws I've seen is that they have a great energy at home. I believe they have the uh, the best record at home. They're eleven and one at home because they, they just beat the Lakers the other night. But I don't know on the road they, they got they got to bring it too. So I'm, I'm looking to see if they, if they make that adjustment. Yeah, and like Mobley, he I feel like he's taking a second year jump. Like he's showing mm-hmm. more. A diversified offensive game repertoire. He's taking more three pointers. He's doing more stuff off the dribble that we didn't really get to see last season. Last season, yep. he was mostly just getting stuff off the pick and roll, off sc- pick. Uh, what's it called? Slipping the slipping roll as well. Mm. And he was mostly getting plays made for him. Now he's doing a little bit more for himself. He's still, of course, getting his shots created by Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell. Mm. But I like to see him try to take that next step in his development because if he ever adds an element to his game, the creation off the dribble for himself consistently. Oh man, we're talking. We're talking Kevin Garnett type vibes. I'm about to say that. Yeah, he's trouble. Yep, I agree. I agree absolutely. Because he already has the defense. He can pretty much guard every position. Oh yeah, with, with his with his with his, his length, his speed. You know what I'm saying? He he, he can get so he can guard every position. I, I just want to see him take the next step. And, and then as you as we always know, with in basketball, as they get older, you know the game is, is going to start to slow down for him because because right now it's still going at a pretty pretty quick form. He's he's doing so much at once. But I feel like once the game slows down for his offensive game, the sky's the limit. Yeah. And then, like, the Cavs, to me, they're a deep team. They yep. have Kevin Love the bench, who's won a championship with LeBron James and Kyrie Irving back in 2016 on that historic 3-1 comeback. I remember that like it was yesterday. Man. <laughs> I, was, I was, what, 15 years old, and that happened? I'm like, man, I never would have thought that would happen because they kept saying the odds were stacked against it. That never happened in NBA history. And Kevin mm. championship team, and the only time they ever won a championship in franchise history. He provides yep. shooting and championship experience. Let's have Shetty Osman, Karis LeVert, who's a pure bucket getter. Even though I think he's kind of a ball stopper sometimes. He takes some ill-advised shots at times. But they might want to try to trade him to get a better asset for him. But I think he's still productive off the bench. Ricky Rubio, when he comes back healthy, I think it's going to be a great backup point guard. There's Garland. He was playing great last season until he got hurt. Dean Wade, Robin Lopez make up what is a dangerous and deep Cavs team, and I think they're going to be a team to be reckoned with come playoff time, especially if they're fully healthy. I agree. I'm looking forward, I'm looking forward to see what they do. And and they're the only team to me right now in the East, maybe outside of the Sixers, when if they get healthy and right, that could mm. challenge the Bucks and Celtics, like give them a real playoff series, like you said earlier, a six-seven yep. game series. Like I, I wouldn't this Cavs team if they hit on all cylinders and Moby takes that jump, and they continue to. Grow their chemistry. I could. I wouldn't be surprised if they reach the conference finals. I, to me, I agree that that's their ceiling. I, I I don't see them as a finals team yet. No, in, the, yet. in the near future, yes, 
This season, I know uh, because there, there are just too many teams that are so so battle tested. Like, as we all know in basketball, like there's always those teams that like they they can get there, you know, talent wise. But but you got you gotta you gotta you gotta be battle tested. You, you gotta go through those you know those lumps. You know, like like you know Michael Jordan did. You know, face face facing the Pistons. You, you gotta take LeBron those lumps. LeBron James did. Yeah, LeBron James exactly. So Giannis like, did. Yeah. Yep. So so I, I think they'll get there, but they'll need another year or two for, for I really think we'll take them seriously as, as a title threat. Uh, so yeah, so the next team I'm buying is the Celtics. I I think they're the best team in NBA. They're currently averaging over 120 points per game. The Celtics they have the most points per game per 36 per 100 yeah. possessions per game. Like they they just off offensively across the board they're putting up historic numbers. Mm-hmm. Jason Tatum, I've been watching this guy since he was in high school. Yep, the, seeing his maturation from high school to the NBA, I, I I'm so proud of this guy. He's having an MVP-type season, the best year of his career by far. He's averaging over 30 points per game on 48% from the field, 36% from three to go along with over eight rebounds and four assists per game. And he's playing stellar defense. That's one thing I like about Tatum. He's always been a great two-way player. Mm-hmm. But, man, we got to give Jalen Brown credit, too. He's also having an incredible season as well. They form the best wing tandem in the league. Yep. By far. duo in the league, period. Like, I think – at this point, Tatum's going to be NBA first team if he continues to play like this. And then Browns, I think, is going to make NBA second team. Like, they're both, like, top ten players this season. They've been both playing out their mind. Brown is averaging career highs, too. 26.7 points per game, shooting 50% from the field, and averaging a share of over seven rebounds per game and near four assists per game with 3.7. The Celtics have a 120.7 offensive rating. And then, according to Stats Muse, that is the that is the best this season and in NBA history. Like that mm. is bonkers. Like that's yeah. over the eighty Celtics, the KD Steph Warriors. Like Ooh. I was, I'm not, well, I didn't know that. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah, that. I looked it up. I'm like Stats Stats Muse and Spoke Track. Like I look Ooh. looking at yeah yeah doing research. Like you be looking at this stuff. You're like, whoa, th- this team's doing this. Okay, like, okay, like, what? Like they're, they're an elite three point shooting team. They rank top two in makes in three-pointers and field goal percentage and attempts this season. Mm. I think their defense will have to improve to the same level it was last season, but mm. I expect that to come around eventually. Especially once Time Lord Robert Williams comes back yes, healthy sir. and gets back into shape, then yep. I think if that happens, they'll really be a force to be reckoned with. If they get that defense anywhere close to what it was last season while keeping this offensive efficiency, it, it's over. Like, yep. this, this is crazy. I never – this team – has really learned their lesson from last year's finals. I agree. I agree. Hey, hey you, you took the layup. You took the layup. I, I, I wanted to put them, but like I was like, eh, I'm a Lakers fan and two. You know, I, just thought, I thought it was such an obvious. <laughs> it is a very like, obvious thing. Wait, he, he, he didn't you put the Celtics in his team stage buying? I was like, yeah. It was, it was too much of a layup, over, bro. Man. Too much of a layup. Too much of a layup. So I was like, <laughs> let, let, me, let me talk about somebody else. So does the, they're, they're, they're going to talk about so much. I see him on ESPN getting talked about every day. Let me get somebody else some love. But no, no, I, I love the pick. I mean, that's such an easy buy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's an easy pick for the. They're, they're they're probably the easiest team to buy right now in the NBA. They're they're playing at another level. They're on a, they're on a, they're on a historic a historic pace. Um, so I'm I'm I think like they're the easy team. If you if you if you want sport, you know, put a put a bet in for somebody, is is most likely unfortunately the Celtics in the, this season. They're they're just playing absolutely amazing. <laughs> so. He said, "Unfortunately, you know, yeah, I gotta, I gotta say it, I gotta say it, but I, I gotta give credit where credit is due. They're, they're playing on a, at an extremely high level, and there's not really a team I can really see beating them. I mean, I, I did think last year if they had a healthy, if the Bucks had had a healthy Chris Middleton, they would have got past the Celtics. But this year, I don't know. There's no team I think can definitively beat them as of right now with the way they're playing, and, and this is without 
Robert Williams. So I'm thinking when he comes back, it's going to be even harder. So they're they're an easy pick for, uh, for the championship team this year. Yeah, yeah, that that is true. Like, if and then, and then you add Malcolm Brogdon, who's a savvy veteran, who's bucket yep. getter, playoff tested, and then I like I like the addition of Brogdon because whenever Big Tatum or Brown need a breather, you have someone mm-hmm. who can get you fifteen to twenty a game. Big like, pickup. Yes, he sir. takes that pressure off them to give them a breather, and then they come back a little bit more fresher and then ready to do their thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really made a difference. Smart has been shooting the ball well this season. Al Horford has been continuing to play well and be a great defense them and rebound the ball as well and then man give joe mazula credit man he came mm-hmm. into a Got turbulent to. situation <laughs> with the suspension of Emi Udoka and all that yep. nonsense that was going on with this franchise it seemed like they were going to go downhill like the injury the time lord mm-hmm. Emi Udoka being suspended nobody thought the Celtics would be where they are right now nobody i love it it's it's culture i mean to me that that's the only way you can get through any kind of you know uh, you know, dramatic, traumatic, whatever experience you want to call it when it comes to, you know, everything going on uh, off the court in regards to the email double situation. And then they're not going to get that. But just, it, it, it's, a, it's a culture thing. To me, that, that's what's so important when it comes to a great team. When you have a, when you have a culture fit, like, it's, that's not going to weigh you down. You, you're going to find a way to come together and just make it about ball. And that's what they've done this season. So I'm really loving what they're doing. And I, and I think, you know, like I say, you know, they they they're looking to make up for the make, make up for that mistake of last year. So like I said, don't be surprised if they make another finals run. No, I won't. I won't. This team, the way Tatum's playing in Brown, man. And like Missoula, he has helped lead this group of men through the commotion, throughout yeah. that controversy. And he has Tatum and Brown playing the best ball of their careers. Like yes, sir. we gotta give this guy kudos. Like he there's no one else in the running for coach of the year probably ahead of this guy. Like we gotta like he has to be in the running, the top, the top um candidate. Like Absolutely. Yeah. So the situation he came in, all the expectations of losing the finals, can this team get back? And they're right with the best record in the NBA near the top of the East. Like mm-hmm. he he has to be up there. Absolutely. nobody would have blamed him if they would have took a step back with the drama the, the drama that went on, you know, having such a disappointing loss. And not not everybody wants to, who makes the finals and loses, you know. Not, not everybody bounces back and becomes stronger. Like that, that, that takes that can take such a toll, you know, just mentally on organization. You know, when, when they when they go through the, go to the finals, go to that gauntlet, and then lose. So like, no, Mazzulla's got to get got to get the credit because he wasn't even supposed to be in this position. So, so the fact that he's you know not just surviving but thriving, like you, you got to give him respect right now. Yep. And then my third team for buying is the Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks, man. Yes, the Bucks sir. are the clear second team in the East behind the Celtics, and they continue to show why they won the NBA's best, led by the best player in the NBA, mm-hmm. the Greek freak, Giannis Tentacumpo. Mm-hmm. Like, anyone who doesn't think he's the best at this point, they're just a hater. Like, this guy yeah, at this point. Do- dominates on both ends like no other player in the league does. He has the Bucks atop the NBA once again, albeit this time for most of the season, without number two, Chris Middleton, who mm-hmm. just returned just last Friday. So he really held down the fort. And made sure the Bucks stayed atop as one of the best teams in the NBA. Absolutely. And but and that, without Joe Ingles too, who I think is going to be another key piece for them come playoff time if he gets healthy, because he he did some great things in Utah. But his playmaking and shooting ability, I think that's going to be a great addition as well once he gets back healthy. Giannis also had great help though from Brooke Lopez. Give him props. Back healthy this season. He is the clear yeah. or one of the top three defense player of the year favorites. He's leading the league in box per game with three. And in total, 66. Drew Holiday has been solid as well, averaging over 18 per game to go along with seven and a half assists per game, one and a half steals, and five rebounds per game. 
when you look at the Milwaukee Bucks and you see opponents try to drive the rim, just like with the Cavaliers, they mm-hmm. they they strike fear in their opponents. Like shut it down. Brooke Lopez and Yasmin Dekupo, they're both seven foot giants with like seven foot four, five wingspans and athletic. And sometimes you're going, you think you have an easy layup at the rim, they're right behind you, pinned off the glass. Like, yep. I'm just like, whoa. And then I'm seeing stat lines of Brooke Lopez, five, six blocks. I'm like, this guy is different. And he's bombing, casting threes. Him, he, he is one guy who has really modernized his game over the last few years. Like, Absolutely. When he first came to the NBA, anybody who doesn't know Brooke Lopez, this guy came to the New Jersey Nets, and it was a different era, of course. But mm. he went from a low post 2010 machine who didn't really shoot threes to a guy now in the modern NBA, a different role, of course. But he's bombing threes. He's protecting the rim. He's getting rebounds. He's a great teammate. Everybody loves playing with him. He is a key part of what is going to be a potential championship run for the Bucks. Of course, they need Middleton to get back into form, which I think will happen as he continues to try to get back into shape. But, man, Brooke Lopez, if he keeps – he might be the defense player of the year. And I thought Giannis was going to win the award this year, but, man, Brooke Lopez, his own teammates outplaying him. And Giannis is still being great defensively, but Brooke Lopez is on another level right now. And that's a credit credit to great team building. That's a credit to, uh, obviously, Brooke Lopez. I mean, Brooke, I, think, I think he's in a contract year. I, I mean, with the way yeah, he's I think playing, so too, yeah. pay, pay, pay that, man. He, oh, he's going to get paid. <laughs> he's going to get paid. It's not by the bucks, by somebody. Because, yeah, like, like you said, you know, to to be ahead of Giannis uh, as as an uh, impactful defensive player, like like you you got to get get his uh, you got to get his credit. Um, I, I, I love the way he's playing. Like, as you mentioned, he's changed his game over the years. Um, it's crazy to think how long he's been in the league now, and and has this much value, especially at at, at his size and what what he came into the league as far as what his skill set was, how he's able to change it, uh, and uh, over the years. So I, I, I think, man. Brick Lopez and with 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 with, with uh, everything else they got going on, they're a threat. Like I say, when when I mentioned like the Celtics, there's only only the team who I think could really beat them right now. It probably is probably just the Bucks. It, it, it's not really. It, it's, it's to me, it's the Bucks, Celtics, and everybody else uh, as of right now. Those are the two teams that just feel like on a collision course once again to meet in the playoffs and have another epic uh, seven game series. Oh, I would love to see the Bucks and Celtics in the conference finals again and go to seven. And I want Middleton to stay healthy this time. I would love to see how that Please result. Please stay healthy. Man. Man. I want to see how the result is the result first, or is it the same? Because then that will speak a yep. testament to the Celtics. If beat the Bucks again with a healthy Middleton, then mm. you won't hear people saying, oh, if they had Middleton like last mm-hmm. year. Like me. That's what I was saying. Prove me right, <laughs> Bucks. Come on. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The Bucks are the third best team in opponent points allowed behind only the Cavaliers and the Philadelphia Sixers. I was surprised yep. to see the Sixers out there. So I'm like, man, they. Yeah, well, I, was like, I mean, man. I was like, and beat some games. So I'm like, damn, they were still that good defensively. I'm like, man, okay, Sixers. It's impressive. With, with 107.8 points per game. And they allowed the second lowest field goal percentage allowed this season with 44.5% behind only mm-hmm. the Brooklyn Nets, which also surprised me. Brooklyn Nets? Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, Brooklyn. wait, Brooklyn Nets? They're Did not see that coming. An opponent field goal percentage? <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, from watching the game, I wouldn't be able to tell that. I'll admit. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I wouldn't think that. I thought numbers don't lie. Being out, one of their best defenders. Exactly. So, yeah, I was like, yeah, when, when I saw that stat, too, I was like, okay, like, okay. I guess numbers do lie sometimes. I did not see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> so, that that's definitely surprised me. I was going to say something else, but we're going to get into our MVP takes. I don't know if I want to say who's my favorite, but, Yeah. <laughs> Man, so I, I just actually just did an article. You can see it on my, my website. I did my top 
three uh, favorite MVP candidates right now. That, that are, I did, are you, you want to do selling teams first, or you want to let me do MVP? Uh, up to you. Uh, how, how you want to go? I'm, I'm go. I'm go with the sell list. Okay, so selling. Man, my first team I'm selling on is the Clippers. Man, I, 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 yo, thank it's your, you. It's your four, this bro. Thank you. It, I, I'm done. Like I can't. <laughs> I'm tired of it. I, I, yo, first the bubble. I was like, okay, it's the bubble, and then I was like, 2021. I thought that was the best chance. Then Kawhi right. went down to 20 ACL. I was like, if Kawhi didn't get hurt that year, they would have went to the finals. I don't know if they would have beat Giannis that year because Giannis was the Bucks. They the were dogs, yeah. great basketball. But I would have right. loved to see that opportunity for the Clippers because this is a franchise that's never been to the NBA Finals ever. And that year they made the conference finals. That was the first ever appearance in the conference finals in the franchise's history. Mm. But then yeah. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, they can't seem to stay healthy together at the same time. Like, and it's been four years. I think through four years, I think I heard something that they haven't even played 80 games together in four years, four seasons. Yep. But, they, but they've been good when they play together, but the problem is they haven't played together. So it's like at yeah. some point, like, how do you build that chemistry as, as a unit? Like, you know, individually, they're, they're going to be great, you know, uh, when they're fully healthy when they play. But, like, man, at some point, it's like, how do you have that consistency, that camaraderie to really, to really go as far as the talent can take them? Because at some point, like, it's just not working. And, and and I'll be honest, you you, you can't find a bigger Clipper Clipper hater than me. You can, you can ask my wife. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a huge Clipper hater. Talk your junk. <laughs> but at the same time, like I like I knew you no know, this roster. Looking at the roster, give, giving credit to the to uh, head coach uh, Tyron Lou. Like just looking looking at the roster, I'm, I I was very confident that like okay, uh, excluding anything regarding health, there's no reason why they can't be a major threat to dethrone uh, the Warriors and uh, become a you know a potential finals threat, uh, finals matchup and uh, get somebody in the East. So I was like, as much as, as much as that looks good on paper, like we're not playing on paper or on 2K. We're, this is real life. So, I mean, yeah. if, if, if Kawhi can't ever play, you know, consistent, you know, I'm not, I'm not even going to say back-to-back, but, but a consistent, like, week in a row of game, worth of games, it just, I don't I don't see it, you know. Um, and, and, I, and I know, like, he, he was out for the whole season. So I get that. He, he was, you know, getting himself back into the shape. But at some point, man, it's like, we're doing the same thing. And then another thing I mentioned in the Clippers is, is the fact that, like, we, we give, you know, AD so much crap. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, me included. Like, I've, 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 I've mentioned calling him, you know, Anthony Day-to-Day Davis and, you know, street clothes and all that stuff. But at the same time, like, we, we, we gave Anthony Davis all that energy. What about Paul George and Kawhi? I mean, yep. I, I believe when I saw a stat, you know, Anthony Davis has played more games than both of them. You know, over, the, over these past four years, even though nobody wants to crazy. mention that, nobody wants to say nah, that. that's crazy, man. And, and and all that, you know, who 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 has a chip? Who has a chip? Uh, the Lakers, Anthony Davis. Yeah. What 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 what, what, what do uh, the Clippers have? What uh, do they have uh, to show uh, for it? Four uh, seasons together now. With Kawhi and Paul George era. So it's it's extremely disappointing because because with their talent, they they should have you know a championship. I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean, you got. Two of the best wing players in NBA. Uh, they they have so much time around. They were probably arguably roster wise, I said the deepest team in the NBA. Uh, the coach. There's really no glaring hole roster wise. They have the day. Deep like team. you got to play. They you got to play. Deep team. Right. Like they have Norman Powell. They have Reggie Jackson. They have John Wall. Avita Zubac. Zubac the other day had put what numbers? Thirty one points, twenty nine rebounds. Like he was doing some whoop Shaq stuff. Man, I thought I was watching Hardwood Class. I thought I was watching old school whoop. <laughs> you know, I was like, Zuba, who got into this man? He, he I'm, I'm like, like is, is this Walt Chamberlain disguised as Avika Zubac? I'm like, what? He, he got to get drug tested after that game. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yo, when, he, when he came into the league, I never thought he'd be this good. 
Oh, not at all. Because I, yeah. I believe – I, I think Lakers drafted him, right? Yeah, Lakers drafted him in 2016. Yeah, exactly. I was like, what? I wish he would have never would have seen this coming. But he not has really – because when he first came in, he didn't have this type of muscle. He's really developed the muscle in his body over the years. He's really grown to his body. But we just need to see the Clippers fully as a full unit build the chemistry and the cohesiveness of their team. Because I'm just disappointed now. Like, it's been four years now. I'm now this, and we haven't fully seen Kawhi and Paul George stay healthy for, like, a full month. Exactly, man. At, at some point, it's like, at, like it, it, I feel bad for the for the fans that buy the tickets because it's like you, 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 you hope to see, <laughs> see your favorite player. It's like, I would never want to go to those two Clippers games, not just because I'm a Lakers fan, but just because I'm like, man, I'm not getting my money's worth. Nope. I, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to know if Kawhi's going to play. I'm never going to know if Paul George is going to play. Uh, you know, he does play more often than Kawhi, I mean. But still, it's like like you just never know. It's it's it's, it's so disappointing to think like, dang, like if, if you look back on this team in five years and they don't win, it's like, bro, like it's like the what if? It's always gonna be that what if because like what what are they saying healthy? I, I yeah. can't see a I can't see a healthy Clippers team, you know, not winning one. That's how that's how crazy it is. Yep, and like if the Clippers were healthy, they'd probably be the best team in the West. And then one mm-hmm. thing, Bill Bill Simmons and Zach Lowe, I, I love listening to their podcast because that's how I try to learn from them. Same thing. Man, Zach, Zach Lowe and Bill Simmons, they had me dead because they were like, man, that's like the Brooklyn Nets with James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and KD. This Clippers team might be the biggest hypothetical failure of all time. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like, I love it. Yeah. Like, no, nah, absolutely. Like, yo, like when Kyrie Irving and James Harden in Brooklyn, when, the, when that was going on, everybody thought they were going to win multiple titles. And they didn't even last more than two seasons together. <laughs> They got, they got to stop anointing these teams, man. People love to anoint these teams based on the talent they have, but now, nah, like you, you got to be battle tested, and, and and as of right now, like they haven't been able to overcome those battles, and, and of course, staying healthy. So, I mean, it's just disappointing. The, the, the disappointment in, in the end of the day. And that, and that Nets team with Harden, KD, and Kyrie never even reached a conference finals together. I can't believe it. The farthest they reached was that game seven, 2021. I know Kyrie got hurt game four, Giannis ankle, whatever. People mm. want to say, oh, Giannis had to hurt. No, he didn't. Giannis no. not like that. It's basketball. And, no. and then Harding had a bad hamstring, but like still, like y- y- y'all had three of the greatest one on one scores in NBA, probably top 10 one on one scores in NBA history. Yep. And you didn't even reach a conference finals. And, and then don't even last that long. And then Harden leaves. Harden basically just, I guess, forces quits, his quits way him. out of Brooklyn. Yeah, like he didn't use him. Yeah, exactly. So I'm thinking, like, wow, I, I didn't see that coming. I thought they might have stayed together because I thought I thought that unit, you know, you sit together for for a few years, you, you could leave. Right, they broke up. Like I was like, dang, like it was just so much going on. And then you had Ben Simmons into the equation, even more drama. And then, then Kyrie, it just it's too much going on. So that's why I'm like, culture wise. It's just an issue, you know. It's beyond just talent basketball because talent basketball wise, like they have they have as much as you could possibly need from a superstar standpoint. Yeah, like man, ah, man, Kawhi, this guy. I remember in 2019, after it was, I think 2019, yeah, when they won the championship, that was after yep. my freshman year of college. All the talk was about Kawhi, Toronto, when they won yep. the championship. Everybody was saying he's the best player in the league. I remember that talk. Everybody was saying everybody was picking him over KB. Over LeBron, over Giannis, because he just Foolish beat Giannis. Foolish over Steph, over all of them, he mm-hmm. was the talk for that one year. But but well, yep. what about consistency year to year? Yep. I, I even heard Kawhi MJ comparisons. If you can believe that, because because of the style of play, you know what I'm saying? His talent, like I've, I've heard those comparisons. I thought y'all crazy. Man, you know Max Keller, I remember Max Kellerman in 2019 said, 
it was a segment. They were saying, oh, you, no. for the for the last shot, what do you who's more clutch, Kawhi or Kobe? I'm like, bro, man, I, I walked stop. off. I I, 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 off. I, I I turned off. I said, I said, I don't want to watch the rest of this video. I just watched it because I started laughing. Kobe's my Kobe's was my guy, my, my all-time favorite player. So, so to hear him even compare Kawhi and Kobe at that stage of, of his career, like, come on, bro. Let, let, let's I'm, I'm sorry, but Kobe ain't gonna let all these injuries just keep him out all the time, unless it's like a torn Achilles. And this guy was a torn Achilles. Still came out on the court and shot the free throws, man. I remember that. That's what I'm saying. Like, like that yeah. gave me chills throughout my. Me body. too. Me too. I, I, I never forget. I believe that was on my birthday when that happened, man. Because I, I remember oh, really? watching that game. Yeah, but it was the April 14th. That's my birthday. I remember oh, wow. watching that watching that game. And, like, we were fighting for the playoffs. You know, uh, Kobe's averaging, like, 48 minutes a game, not 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 taking any time on the bench, 34 years old, 17th season, go, going up against uh, a young a young Warriors team, uh, having having another great game. But you, you could see his body was so beat up. I mean, you know, he falls down with that Achilles injury. But, yeah. like, like like the Mamba does, he he, uh, he fought through it and, and got it done. Even I don't know if you heard about this, how he – um I heard him in interviews years, years after. He talked about it. He was saying how, like – he thought he'd go back in the game. He he was trying to pull. I don't know if you ever saw the footage when he's like on the ground and, he, and he's pulling on his leg. He was pulling down the tendon, thinking like thinking like, oh, if I, if I just pull it back down, I can go back in the game. And, and, oh and Gary Vee, Gary Vee, the trainer, Kobe, Kobe was crazy, man. Uh, Gary Vee, the trainer, was like, nah, Kobe, Kobe, you're done, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, Bruh, nah. I like, think he was even crazier than Jordan, man. Like he was. Oh yeah. And Jordan was insane, but like Kobe. <laughs> it's it's insane oh, to think about more it. Insane, bro. The levels he was able to go, he he, he literally would, would kill you for a ring, man. And 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 then and the thing like with Kawhi and all that talent, it's like you, you just don't see it. See him, you know, like have that same fire, you know, like like like, like how how would you want to miss this time? I'm thinking like all the, all this time, like, aren't you dying to, to like not miss out on this opportunity? Because like you don't know how much longer this, this Kawhi Paul George thing is, is gonna, you know. Be together, you know. Yeah, they're both in their thirties the now. Like, like Paul George is thirty-two, and Kawhi yep. is thirty-one now. Like, they're both they're not in their twenties anymore. They're, exactly, they're at not some point, spry chickens anymore. Absolutely. So, at some point, you got to think like, is, is this going to work? Can this still work? You know, can 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 this whole injury management bullcrap actually mean something? Like, because I mean, it, it's one thing. Like, I understand you miss the games because you're because you're hurt. You know what I'm saying, or, or um, and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like sometimes it's like when it when it's just management. It's at some point it's like, bro, you you got to be able to play through it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like not not every NBA game. I've heard Richard, Richard Jefferson go off a lot about a lot of this on NBA today, because uh, he he was a you know a long time NBA veteran, um, and he he played 82 games many times over the course of the season, and put up great numbers. Um, he talked about many times you, you're not gonna be healthy. You know, at some point in the season, nobody's healthy. You know, yeah. you, can be, you can be 80%, 85%. It don't matter day, how much like, you rest. Look, look yeah, at Chris exactly. Paul, for example. Yep. He always gets hurt in the playoffs because it just yep. happens. You can't control That's it. That's what I'm saying. But you, but you can't just manage your way through a season or a time and expect to get the results you want to get. So at some point, you got to just play ball and just be able to play through it. Yep. Yeah, man. Man, this is <laughs> – I remember I, I had Kawhi on my third, 30th all-time on my NBA 75 list. I saw that. I like, check yeah. out, like – that was my best article by far. I have over 700 views on that. That was that was a masterpiece. I'm so proud Very of that. I'm so, I'm so glad I did it. And I did it in order, too. Because no, that was great work. Yes, yeah. Like, and I'm like, man, if Kawhi didn't have all these injuries and low management, I think I would put him top 25, man. Oh, easily. He was a top 25 player of all time, but he just can't stay on the court the last few years. Exactly. So, I mean, at some point, he's, he's got to remind everybody of his greatness. I mean, if like, we don't see that, you know, who knows? 
His career totals are very low for someone of his caliber. Yep, like, absolutely. Like, when you look at his career totals, I think his career totals and points, he doesn't even have 15,000 career points. I was about to ask that. I was about to say, it's got to be under 15K. Yeah, it, yeah I think it's around yeah. 12,000 or 13,000. Like, it's not high. Like, I, I, at this rate, I don't even know if he's going to reach 20,000. Mm, I, I would bet on it. I would put my money on it because it's just, like I said, he, he doesn't play enough games season to season. Yeah. And then at some point, like, how much is this – are these injuries just going to take a toll on his body to where, like, I, I don't see him having the, a LeBron-level longevity where he's playing 37, 38 years old. So, I mean, who knows how many years we have left of, of Kawhi the league. I, I hope it's a long time. Obviously, I'm not, I'm not trying to hit on the guy, but, like, it just, we just don't know. It's a lot of uncertainty right now. Yeah, and like, I heard he has a bad knee, like, tendonitis. That's why he's having all these knee issues, bulky knee. I'm like, and that's not yep. going to get better with age. Like, it's just not. Nope, it gets much worse, unfortunately. So, the next thing I'm selling on – uh, I I don't know who mm. should I do the Timberwolves first or the Nets. <laughs> uh, who you want to do first? Timber, the, 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 the Nets can talk about enough. Let's, let's go to let's go to those bum, bum T Wolves, man. The T Wolves, man. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I don't <laughs> even know. I don't even know. Let's call them the Baby Wolves, man. Like goodness, man. What what a catastrophe! You you trade for Rudy yep. Gobert from the Utah Jazz. You trade so many draft picks for your future. I think 2025 and mm-hmm. 2027. Yeah, I forgot what other 2029 I think, or 2028, mm-hmm. one of those years. Like they traded so many draft picks. Like Rudy Gobert, trust me, he, Hall of Famer, he reminds me of like a new age to Kemi Mutombo. Mm-hmm. But you don't trade that much draft capital and nah. assets for a guy who's very limited offensively. Not today's NBA, nah. It doesn't no. work. They, they must have thought they were in the 90s still. Like yes, or the two thousands yeah. even. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like and then and then, man, Carl Towns gets hurt, and when you see them play, they have bod- bad body language. Mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell to me is not the point guard for that team. He makes he's one of the worst starting point guards in the league to me. I never was high on D'Angelo Russell when he came into the league. I was like second overall pick. I don't see him being an all star in the league. He got all star that one year, twenty nineteen, because of injuries, injury mm-hmm. replacement. But I never thought he's a guy who could be, like, a real starting point guard on a winning team. Not at all. I agree. And he, I feel he, like – He's too ball for – he's not, he's not a ball for his point guard enough. Yeah, and I feel like he doesn't really try to get the best, like, make things easier for Anthony Edwards, to me, who really is the guy of that team. Yep. And Anthony Edwards – Anthony Edwards, I wish – he looked kind of a little bit out of shape compared to last season. I think he started yeah, really round into form the last, like, week or two. But – Man, the value language on this team doesn't look good. Anthony Edwards said he lost. He feel like he lost his superpowers because they clogged the paint with Rudy Gobert and Towns, yep. and, and that's not good because you saw him last year. He was jump dunking on people. He was looking explosive. Crazy. He was guarding. Everybody saw him in the playoffs. He went game one. I was watching him against John Moran. They were going toe for toe. Exactly. I, like, I was I was excited, but to me it's bad culture, man. I mean, I mean the thing about it when when a team has just the smallest inkling of success. They think, oh, we got, we got to make a big move. We got to make a big move. Like, no, you didn't. That that that, that go bear trade, to me, set, sets them back. You know, arguably uh, a couple of years. Because, like, to me, to me, it's 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 a it's a trade that just doesn't work. Uh, it it doesn't fit alongside their their two very talented young pieces in Carlton Towns and Anthony Edwards. And and like I said, it sets them back to the point where like, I I thought they were on an upward tra- tra- trajectory, especially with, with the way they played against uh you know Memphis Grizzlies in the first round. I we thought they had a chance to beat them. It, it was a very competitive series. I don't know if everyone remembers, but the, the thing that they go from that thinking like, oh, we got to make some big splash move now, 
and and then have it have it come out in this manner with with, with, with who they trade for. And I was looking. I don't. I don't see them being a playoff team this year. So that's obviously uh, a bad, a bad from a trade perspective. And and to think that the team that they traded with, the Utah Jazz, uh, no one expected them to look as good as they look. So that to me makes that Timberwolves trade so much worse because like you you were you were adding to two all stars, and to think that you fall back this much, man, it's not looking good for the future, man. I don't know what's gonna happen. So let me give the full details of the trade as I just looked it up while you're speaking. So you. the Jazz. Wait, so the Timberwolves received Rudy Gobert, and then mm-hmm. they gave up. Let me get, let me tell you how much they gave up. They Talk gave up Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Leandro Balmero, Walker Kessler, mm. who was the number 22, 22 pick in the this past year's draft, Darren yep. Vanderbilt, who was a really good player for the Timberwolves. He was a great defender, and yep. he, was a great, he was a great 3 and D player. A 2023 first-round pick, 2025 first-round pick, Whew. 2026 pick swap, what? and 2027 and 2029 first-round pick. They gave up. That Dang, I didn't know it was that bad. I forgot it was that bad. To get no, one player. Crazy. That's that's crazy. crazy. I forgot it was. So is, am I counting three first round picks, you said? Man, I, I think it was four. 2025, oh 2027, 2029. And we don't know what that 2026 pick stop is going to be with the Jazz. So. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. I, 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 take, I might take back what I said when I said a couple years. This, this might set them back. This could set them back a whole decade. The rest of the yeah. decade. <laughs> Man, that's what I'm saying. And, and then to me, like, if I'm Anthony Edwards, like, it's not just the first time I've ever seen a superstar leave leave the Timberwolves. And and yeah. and, and if anything, if, if I'm if I'm Anthony Edwards, I'm talking to KG like, hey man, you know, I, I remember I remember you know one of KG's one of one things he said in an interview one time was that like, uh, and, and, and he didn't regret leaving the Timberwolves. You know, he loved the organization. He regretted not leaving them sooner. That's what it yeah. was. You know, because he he left. Um, he's already you know over thirty by that point. And, you know, he, he got with that great you know Celtics organization that has got a title. But it's like imagine if he would have left. Earlier, when he'd been in his prime, and he really got got to dominate with another with another uh, talented you know player. So like I, I think I can say anything. They were saying like, hey, I, I'm not I'm not gonna be stuck in this you know terrible situation, this, this bad culture uh, fit for his organization. I might want to you know see see where I can take my talents. Maybe maybe New York because imagine Anthony Edwards in, in a in, a, in a, a big market. It's crazy. Yeah, that's one thing. A lot of media pundits on podcasts, television. Conglomerates, they like to pull young stars who are on small market teams and be like, "Oh, mm-hmm. they're losing." Yep. Like after a few years, be like, "Oh, let's try to get into a bigger market." I, I, I kind of don't like that. I kind of like seeing parity in the league. Mm-hmm. Like I like Don Moran, what he's doing in Memphis. Like he has really oh, yeah. risen the culture in Memphis. Oh, yeah. Like he, if he stays healthy, they're going to be good for the next 10, 12 years. Oh, for no doubt, no doubt. And then Giannis, what he's done in Milwaukee. Like mm-hmm. before he got to Milwaukee. Nobody cared about Milwaukee for how long? Ever. It's what, since the Ray Allen? Or the Ray, Ray Allen, you go back to the 80s, Sidney Moncrief, stuff like that. Right. Yeah. And then Giannis led them to the champion, their first championship in 50 years since the great Kareem Abdul Jabbar and Oscar Robinson led them in 1971. Yes, sir. Like, and then Steph Curry, the Golden State Warriors, he made that small team that was a small market into a billion a crazy dollar fan base, industry. Though. Like, due to his. Exciting play on the court, and then helping them cultivate championships alongside his backcourt mate Clay Thompson and the Swiss Army Knight Draymond Green. They yeah, made that culture there. They deserve all the phrase in Golden State. Those three right there. That's a dynasty right there. Yep. And then I was also listening to the real ones of the of the Ringer NBA. Uh, David Aldrich, who's a great member of the NBA media, he's been covering the NBA for years. He yep. he did say three cities that have the best 
basketball potential if they hit right or the Golden State, which they did with Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, mm-hmm. all them. Atlanta Hawks, if Trey Absolutely. Young, the Hawks end up like getting winning ways, winning a championship. Atlanta's a great market, and it'll be a basketball crazed city. That could be a Very underrated market. dollar industry. And then he also said the Washington Wizards, if the Washington Wizards Ooh. can ever get their act together and create a winning culture that wins championships, because they haven't won a championship since 1978 when they were the yep. Bullets. Yep. Wes Unseld and Elvin Hayes. Unsell. Like, I would mind you know how long ago that was? I don't even think you were I, born. <laughs> I'm, I, I was born in 95. Yeah, I'm, I'm young, bro. I mean, but, but man, like, should, hey, I'm a, like I said, I've been on my Lakers fan. I, I love to see that because I, I live, I'm not that far from D.C. I live like 30 minutes outside of D.C. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind seeing the Wizards be good. Oh, really? Where, where, where are you from? Oh, I was, I was born in D.C. I, oh, I, I got a, got military parents. I, I've lived in you know, plenty, other, plenty other places, but I was born in D.C. I, I live in Maryland now, in Baltimore County. And, yeah, like, I, I go to D.C. all the time. And, and like I said, I, I always try to catch a few, a couple, you know, Wizards games every year. And, you know, they've always mostly been bad most, most yeah, of my life. They're, they're, always, like, they're always either bad yeah. or mid. They're never elites. Yep. And so to, to, see, to, see, to see that city, you know, uh, embrace a, a, a winner, That'd be something to see, and like, and like David Aldridge is also talking about like how the Wizards owner the, he's kind of cheap. He doesn't really want to spend money. Very cheap. Bradley Beal he just signed a big contract extension. I don't I don't know if that was the best move for his career, but then again, when they, I heard he was on the JJ Redick podcast talking about like no teams that were looking to win really had much cap space for him to go to. That's why because he didn't want to go to no Detroit Pistons or anything like nah, that. Cause exactly. Because at the end of the day, you want to get that. Look, oh, yeah. I, I can't even can't be mad. I can't, much, yeah, because like, at first I was like, Bradley Beal, why wouldn't you go to a team that has a chance to win a championship? But then when you really think about it, you, you forget there's salary cap, there's luxury tax, all these things. Exactly. So you and, can't and, just, and, it's not like, like the video game. You can't just like change the sliders and anything, you know? And, and, and who would enjoy being in his position? Being uh, a franchise player, you know, the, getting the money he's making? I mean, it's, it's hard to want to pass that up. Because yeah. a, lot, a lot of few, – few players are in his position. So I, I, I can't blame him taking the money. Like, David all just hit it right on the head. Like those basketball cities, like Golden State, they already hit it right because now they're they're they make billions. They have a whole new arena. Yep. Or, they went from Oracle Arena to the Chase Center now. Like they made that type of money. Steph Curry, who brought fans, brought up ticket sales and everything. Like the Splash Brothers in general. Yes, sir. If the Atlanta Hawks or the Wizards can reciprocate that, they could probably potentially do the same thing. But they need that type of player. I think the Hawks have that. Young, he tends to mature his game, mm-hmm. and they put the pieces around him, and they could win a championship or two. I think Atlanta could be a great because Atlanta is a beautiful city. People in Atlanta, there's a lot down there. It's underrated. I feel like it's underrated. People sometimes don't yeah, think I about it like as a major it's market. Not more of a hotbed for like free agents. I agree. I, I don't see what I don't see why not either because I, I think you know uh, with the with the Hawks, the football, the Falcons. I, I don't think I don't see why people don't look at that as a more major market because it, it is a very big city. I've been there. I, it's a beautiful. It's beautiful, as you said. So yeah, I I think if, if they if they get a winner, we already saw how how close it was when they, when the, when the Falcons went to the Super Bowl. But uh, yeah, if they if they if they can get a winner, because I think basketball for for in Atlanta is is the first is the first love over the Falcons. So if they if they can get a great basketball winner, that could be very special for that city. Oh yeah, and then. I know, I know. You talk about it, but I just want to say it quickly. I'm selling on the Nets. I know Katie's oh, playing great, but that Kyrie situation, I feel like, kind of ruined, kind of brought things down. Ben Simmons being out, and then his controversy, and then they don't have a big man who has size and girth to him mm-hmm. that they can rely to protect the paint. 
grab rebounds. Because when the playoff time comes, Nick Claxton, he's going to get bodied by Joel Embiid's. He's going to get bodied <laughs> by Giannis. And even Tatum is stronger than him. Like, Tatum got muscle. Yeah, yeah. I think Tatum, when he first came in the league, he didn't have that muscle. I think around year three, year three, year yeah, yeah year three of his mm. career, he started he getting that muscle into his frame. Like, yeah, he's even stronger now. But I think he started getting that around year three, year four of his career. Like, he doesn't get bodied in the paint anymore. He could take the contact, push through the fenders, and he like, he used to get bumped off his spots. He doesn't anymore. Like, But Nick Claxton, he's skinny. And he's, like, the only true tall big man they have, and he has no girth or anything to him. And he's not a reliable free throw shooter. They do hack a Claxton. Terrible. He shoots, like, below 60% from the free throw line. Like, mm, just embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, he, he has no range to Like, he has no range to him when it comes offensively. Like, he's just a lob threat. Like he's a solid rebounder, but yeah, they just don't have the size or the girth, and I, I'm just selling on the Nets. I, I I just don't see it. I mean, it is unfortunate because like <laughs> I said I I love Katie's game. I mentioned me being from DC, just like Katie is. I've always been a fan. He's always been one of my, one of my favorite players uh, in the league, if not all time. Uh, it's just unfortunate, <laughs> man. Like like uh, to me, I I I I definitely saw him, you know, winning a championship with the Nets. I thought that'd be something big for his legacy. Uh, just having that. That win outside of the Warriors, but I just I don't know I, I just really don't see that happen. Of course, to me, that's something that is really going to affect his legacy in some way, just because of like he's such a great player. And then thinking about how the Warriors they won obviously before him, they won after him, and then now when he's once again the leader of a team, uh, he doesn't seem to be able to, he, he might not get it done most likely. Unfortunately, despite having once again uh, a lot of great talent around him, we mentioned uh, earlier how he had Harden and Kyrie still got Kyrie. Uh, and, and and like I said, I, I see them being a, a a very you know fun team to watch offensively with, with having those two um, dynamic players. But as far as playoff chances and, and really seeing how they go far, uh, it just speaks to like I think the the struggle culture watch the organization. I, I think it speaks to just how like they are missing uh, a few pieces of, to, of why you know they can't they can't get far. Uh, I, I imagine if they, if they had a Robert Williams. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that, that'd be a perfect fit for the Nets. But, uh, mm-hmm. I like that. Since, since they don't have a perfect fit like that, where that, I could really honestly fix a lot of the issues. If they had a piece like that, or even uh, even Gobert, for example. Or, or even uh, Ivisa Zubac or a Jonas Valanciunas, something, somebody exactly. like that. Somebody with yeah, size, with that, skill offensively, who, could, or great, who are double-digit rebounders, like, and are exactly. present in the paint. Exactly. It's a, it's a very big missing piece. And without something like that, and, and then, and then I think about—I don't know how you feel. I think about a lot of times with how they tore up the tore up the team when they when they made the, the Harden trade. Imagine if they, they had a Jared Allen, man. If they, if they had Karis Avert, Spencer Dinwiddie, a lot of those pieces, I thought were very good fit. Sometimes, sometimes I think teams overthink. Team. They had they, teams overthink, man. They're just like just like how the Timberwolves, I feel like they overthink things. And oh, we got we got to do a big splash trade. Oh, the Nets, we got to do a big splash trade. We got to get James Harden. I don't think they needed James Harden. I think I think with what they had in the organization, I, I would have loved to see. What that team could have done with a KD and a Kyrie. Yeah. Like, just because you have more stars doesn't mean you're guaranteed a chip. Not at all. Remember, not everybody can be a star. Everybody has to be willing to, you know, be willing to do their role, concede to their role. Be like, okay, if I'm just trying to shoot the team, I'm going to try to be the best shooter I possibly can for my team. And 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 then also defend at a high level. If I'm if my if my role is to be an energizer defender and rebounder, that's what I'm gonna do for my team. I'm gonna do whatever it takes to help my team win. You need those guys, those blue guys on your team, because those guys help you win championships too. Exactly. It, it's about it's about cohesion, man. And I think it's right now. I just don't see that working. So unfortunately, I don't I don't see the Nets. 
I, I, I do see them winning the series, but like I said, with with the with the the top tier talent that they have with KD and Kyrie, it's unfortunate that I don't see them going to a finals or a even an Eastern Conference Finals run. So it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be very disappointing. It could be a very disappointing season for the Nets once again. Uh, are there any other teams there? That do we do we agree to the teams that we're selling on? Because we pretty much agreed on all three. <laughs> I, I I I do love your list. Now now mine is a little bit different than yours. I I have the Clippers as well, but to me, there's a couple of teams that I was really supported in, and and, and part of it is to no fault of their own. In some ways, I went with the Heat and the Bulls. Now for the Bulls, it's unfortunate because you know they they they, they still have you know the injured Delonzo Ball. I would have loved to have seen what what, what they would have had with a healthy Lonzo Ball. I really thought he was very impactful for that team. And then kind of once he was gone, uh, he, he, they really struggled offensively because like, I felt like they had two really good one-on-one players, but Lonzo Ball was able to set them up better to, to where the spacing was better. Uh, I, I think he ran the team so well, and, and, and you can see his value is really being missed right now. And unfortunately, I, I think I, – I, I, don't, I don't see that team staying together um, long-term. It just I, – I don't, I don't know why, but like talent-wise, despite the talent they have, they're the – 10 or 14 record, uh, the 12th seed in the East, and, and and usually in those situations, that that's one of those times where I don't I don't see the team staying together. Lots of I've heard you know rumors of uh, trade possible trades. You no know, Bulls exactly uh, looking to blow up the roster, saying that's not working. So unfortunately, you know, I, I originally with Demar Rosen and, and they had you know Nicola and, and Zach all together, been a real threat. But as of right now, it doesn't seem to like be working. Man. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I just think the Bulls need to blow it up. It's, that, that team's not going to get anywhere. That team is at highest ceiling is a second round exit. Right. Like, I, I agree at best, if that. Yeah, so that's that's why I had them as a as a team that I, I, I was disappointed in because, as I said, we, we mentioned big markets. The Bulls, they're they're starving for another winner. You know what I'm saying? So I, I thought with them, I thought they would have a chance of really. You know, doing something special with with, with the uh, the player they acquired uh, in Demar Derozan, especially the season he had last year, and it just doesn't seem to be in the cards for them. So I'm, I, I said to me, to me, they're one of the bigger bigger disappointments this season. And then the Heat, I feel like Jimmy yeah. Butler's been banged up this season, injured. Kyle Lowry's just been playing a little bit better as of late, but early in the season he was not that good for them. Bam out of exactly. didn't look assertive, but he's been really assertive and aggressive the last like three weeks or so. He's been playing at an all-star level, on ba type level. and But then again, I, I feel like Bam Adebayo, I think he's a number three option on a championship team, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I, think, I still great. think he's a great player, but I just don't see him as a top two option scoring on a team looking to win a championship. Neither do I. I, I don't, that's, why, that's why I had the team. They're another, another team, I thought, especially coming off an Eastern Conference Finals appearance, one shot away from an NBA Finals appearance. Uh, I I just I just don't like the team this year. The eleven and fourteen, obviously struggling with injuries. But I I just don't I just don't think that team is, is gonna is gonna you know be able to go far. And unfortunately, they have an, an incredible culture. But but I I, I think at this point they, they they were a team I I thought would have would have needed a major a major trade to really take that next step. I I thought they were a team I thought would have been a run for a Bradley. I, I just think they need another another major piece to, to really you know make any kind of impact in the in the playoffs and an impact in the Eastern Conference. But since they haven't done that, I, I don't see them, you know, making a huge impact and, and being a, a, a contender again in the East, unfortunately. Yeah. So let's let's now get into our MVP candidates, man. Yes, sir. Uh, you you have you said do you have a top five or I, I actually made uh from, from my article I did, I, I focused on the top three and, and really broke those down and why why I think for a force in order who I think 
and why I think the, these guys should be where they where they where they are for us. You know, the MVP rank is as of right now. But I actually did a honorable mention where I, where I went all the way up to top ten. So um, oh, I, I have five. I was gonna do five. Yeah, I, I can do five. I can do five. Want, want me to start it off? Yeah, we can we can flip back and forth. You're five, and you did do your number five. Then I do my number five. Then you do do your number four, and so on. Got you, got you. So number number five, I got Nikola Jokic, uh, the the two time reigning MVP. Ooh, I didn't uh, have him top five. Oh, <laughs> I mean, and, and I tell you why. His numbers are down this year. You know, Jamal Murray's back, uh, but they're they're still uh, you know up there in the East. I think they're uh, a second or third seed in, in the West. Right, I got to check. But I, 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 to me, the biggest thing is just is, is the plus minus, man. I know not everybody likes to look at that stat, but to me, it just has such a big impact when he's off the floor. When he's off the floor, they're a totally different team, and and, and, I, and I can't imagine if they didn't have him, how bad they would be. And then we, we see how good they are with him on the court. I think that has to be it has to get his credit. And and, and I know we don't no one no one loves the old man game because he doesn't do flashy dunks and you no know, fancy crossovers. But in the, the day. His his numbers speak for speaks for itself. Uh, he's he's effective. He's he's held down the uh, the fort admirably uh, while Jamal Murray was out, and now now with him back and and and, and not having so much pressure on him offensively, I, I still I still got to give him his credit because because uh, Jamal Murray is still working his way back from his injury uh, that he had, and so I think I, I still got to give uh, Nicole his credit. It's top five MVP candidate yeah, he, right now. He, according to BasketballReference.com, he's number one in offensive win shares. So exactly. Yeah, you gotta, gotta right. show love. Yep. So I, I I didn't have in my top five, so I'm just gonna name my honorable mentions: Kevin Durant, Brooklyn Nets, Shaquille Alexander, OKC Thunder, John Morant, Memphis Grizzlies, Donovan Mitchell, the Cavaliers, Anthony That's Davis of the Lakers, shout LA Nation, Nicole Jokic of the Denver Nuggets. So at number five, I had Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns. Mm. He's averaging a shade under 28 points per game because last three games he's been a little sluggish. But he's overall throughout the season, he's been tremendous. He's shooting 50% from the field, five rebounds per game, 5.8 assists per game. And he is truly the number one option. On, well, he's been the number one option on this team to me for years. Oh, yeah. But with Chris Paul being out for, like, a chunk of the season, he has really carried the mantle as the guy and the leader of this team. Absolutely. Like, we thought the Celtics had a lot of turmoil this offseason. But the Suns, they did too with their owner, Robert Sarver, with his controversy and what he did. What, what, I think he had mis- misogynistic uh, comments and history with employees throughout his t- tenure as a Phoenix Suns owner. That was hanging its head over the Suns organization. You had that to deal with. You had Monty Williams and DeAndre Ayton. They're spat during the, the, uh, the Game 7 debacle when he benched yeah. DeAndre Ayton. It's the Dallas Mavericks and that man, that was I don't even know what to call that game seven. I was watching that in my college dorm. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> one of the worst losses. One of the worst losses I've, I've ever seen from start to finish. I could I couldn't take mine off as, as bad as that score was. I just could not believe <laughs> I it. I was like, that laughing in my dorm. I was like, I can't believe it. What is this? I could I'm not like, believe this it. This is man. not an NBA game. It's not. It's not. <laughs> I was laughing. They didn't play I like it. I couldn't stop laughing. It, it was it was so disappointing, and the thing that happens on your home floor. As much as I love Luca, I was I was so disappointed in this. I've never been more disappointed in the Suns after that performance because because I, I, I had him last year. I don't know about you, I had him as, as my as my finals, uh, you know, champion. I, I thought they were going to bounce back from their loss in the finals the, the year before to, to to win it all last year, and and to see them go out like that, I was so disappointed in them. Yeah, like, and then like DeAndre Ayton, he's been stepping it up as a second option of this team. Him and Booker are one and yeah. two. Mikael Bridges has been 
getting better offensively seemingly every year. He's still playing the lead defense. And the Suns, they they just dropped from number one seed last night after losing to the Celtics, but they're a top two team in the West right now. And this is without their main leader, Chris Paul, at the helm, who's been out, I don't know how many games this season due to a bad heel. So, and you know, Chris Paul has some stuff going on off the court. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I, feel, I feel bad for Chris Paul. He turned off his comments on Instagram because Kanye. <laughs> oh, he did? Oh, I, I didn't even. I, yeah. I, 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 I told him he was just I, I checked, that I checked mess, it out man. another day. I'm like, Chris Paul, what's going on? And I see his recent post. The comments are turned off. I'm like, yeah, he. he. <laughs> oh, come on, Chris. Man, I, 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 well, well, why, well, he got enough going on. He tried to try win a championship. Why, why you got to be involved in this mess, man? Oh, my God. I was, I'm God. Just, man, Chris Paul can't catch a break. And it, his State Farm commercials now are so funny when he's oh, doing yeah. the, like, the little speed walking thing. I'm like, Chris Paul, what? What are you I'm doing? Running, running to Kim's house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, my God. Yo, yo crazy, you're savage man. for that. Appreciate yo, that's it. That's wild. Let, let, let me give my next my next pick. And I, I want to see what you think about this because it, it might be controversial, might not. I know some some people have him higher, but I, I had to detract him, and I'll give my reasons why. I had Luka Doncic four. Ooh, I had him. Oh, okay. I had him four. Come on, come on. Here's my watch. Now, mind you, he's he is my favorite player in the league. He, he's a baller. I love his game, his style of play. Uh, it just because I, I know so much on his plate. He, he um scoring, assisting, rebound. He does so much. He he has insane usage rate. I understand that, and and it's not his fault. You know, I, I wish the the Mavs would have done more to replace the loss of Jalen Brunson, uh, and I, and I feel like you know he 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 literally has to score thirty a game in a game for them to win. Like I, I believe in games where he hasn't scored thirty, you know, I, I don't know if they win a game when he when he hasn't scored thirty. So I know how important it is to that team and organization. But when, when I factor in MVP, my my personal criteria, I know sometimes it's like you always think about. With, with with these awards in the NBA, what's the criteria? My personally, are you putting up high level numbers and you also winning in, in, at a high level for your team? So because of that, that's why I got them just outside my top three. Because that, as of right now, the Mavs, like I, I think, a little more of an elite team before I fly. I adore you know Luca as a higher MVP candidate. Right right now they're doing okay. They're, they're seventh in the West, but I just think I I, I got to reward winning. So that's why I have uh, three players just higher than him. Ooh, that that's tough. At number at my number four, I had Stephen Curry of the Golden State Warriors. Mm, not mad at that. I uh, he thirty points per game, fifty percent from the field. Another incredible season. He's on pace to have another 50-40-90 season. The second of his career. The only other time he did that was during his unanimous MVP season in twenty sixteen, yep. which was a season for that. Insane. He is six point six rebounds per game, seven assists per game. He leads the league in three pointers made with one hundred seventeen. I feel like it'll be way higher, but he's been sending out some games here and there. But man, I I only reason I have him lowered it because I I was gonna put him at three. Mm. Like I had Luke. Then I was like, okay, okay. Steph has a, a better cast around him than Luca does. Yeah. But the Warriors are only tenth in the West right now. They're only hovering around five hundred. They've been really struggling. That's exactly. why I was Surprisingly. like, I was like, Luca's putting up better numbers, and his team is around the same area. As Steph's, but Luca has nowhere near the talent around him that Steph does. That's what kind of because I was really thinking, I'm like, man, Steph or Luca, their numbers are identical. They're both having tremendous seasons, both great players, both gonna be Hall of Famers. Oh yeah. And I'm just like, I got I gotta give the nod to Luca because 
this cast around Steph that it's, they should be to me they should be way better than that right now. Like I know you're I trying agree. to implement the young guys, grow them, but you still have Clay, you still have Draymond, you still have Kevon Looney, you have um, Dante DiMatteo who should I feel like he should be playing better off the bench. And you still have I, agree. I think losing Gary Payne the second really hurt the perimeter defense. Major loss, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I I I think that was a bigger loss than people thought it was going to be. Aldo Porter Jr. as well. Like, he brought length, defense, and he was a solid scorer. And then Andrew Wiggins has been pretty much hurt lately. Right. But I, I just really thought the Warriors coming off the defending championship were going to show people, yeah, we got to come in. We're going to be in, doing this for the next couple of years. But it hasn't looked like that. And I feel like the Draymond situation, punching Jordan Poole in the face. Oh, man. Oh, I mean, man. <laughs> I feel like they can say it's not hanging over their head, but I'm just like, so why are you guys struggling so much? Like, I, I I know it's still early in the season, but still, I, yeah, I agree. Still be better than what thirteen and thirteen. Thirteen, right thirteen, ten, ten seed in, in the West right now. Yeah, they're, they're the just situation. at the five hundred mark. Yep, that's I, why, no, that's why no I kind of Curry down because Luca's putting up better numbers and he has weight. His second option is Spencer Dinwiddie, who's a solid player, but he's not a guy yeah. who's ever been an All Star or right. anything yeah, like real. that. Yeah, absolutely, right. I agree. And then and then who's his third option? What? What? <laughs> Which he needs to give him more minutes though. I I, I like I like Christian. I like, I like his game. I, I don't. I, I just I don't know if it's like if if him and Jason Kidd got beef or something. But like I I do think he deserves more minutes. I, I feel like he would be a very impactful player, especially especially with playing with Luca. You know, get, get, just getting easy catches and lobs. Like I think that could be a a, a plus for the for the Mavs if they decide to go in that direction. And then Luca has a PR thirty one point two according to basketballs yep. His true shooting percentage is 61, which is near, like, top five of the league. And he yep. has the – what's it called? He's top in value over replacement. His warp is 2.8, which is number one in the league. And his offensive box plus minus, which you love, is number one in the league at 8.4. Over Jokic, yep. over Giannis, over Steph. That's crazy. It's insane. I got to give him his respect, right. but, like, I want to see him win more. And his usage rate is very high, though. It was, like, 38%. It's What's very ridiculous. Harden-centric from the Rockets days. Yeah, but and, and that's the thing. I, I'll give him credit for that, but we, we know with the high usage rate, a lot of times that, that comes with a lack of success. How, how, how many teams have, have had a player with that high usage and, you know, had a successful season for winning, winning a championship before going far in the playoffs? Not very many, if any. Yeah, that is true. But it's just like what well, Luca's doing with this Mavs team that doesn't have that much talent. No, there's no other all-star NBA talent on this roster outside of him. And they're right around the same area of the Warriors who have really been struggling. And he's putting up better numbers than Steph. That's the reason why I had Steph number four and then Luca number three. I'm, I'm not mad at that. I'll give you my number three now. And and, and, and I, I, I love to see if you agree with me on uh, – even though I know you have him a little lower. I got to give Devin Booker. Uh, the credit. I I know I wrote this article Ooh, before, before okay. he had a little bit of a slump, okay. but to me, I, what, what really impressed me, we, we talked so much about basically my angle was, you know, with, with Chris Paul coming to the Suns and how that turned that whole organization around. You know, Devin Booker was always a great scorer, great player, but he wasn't a great winner. And then and then with Chris Paul coming to that team, he's a, he became a winner now. But Chris Paul this season, uh, he has not been a healthy some are arguing that he's washed. I disagree. Uh, to me, it's earlier in the season to call to, to call that to me. Chris Paul is better in the second half of season of the season, uh, and obviously plays his best in the playoffs. But to me, I just think with with the missing pieces of Chris Paul and Cam Johnson, I think Devin Booker deserves a lot of credit 
with how he's led this organization. He's, he's putting up phenomenal numbers. He just recently had, what, a, a 51-point game within three quarters playing like Kobe. So I I, I think he got deserve, he deserves my credit. He's always an underrated piece because like, even last year, like uh, having a team with the best record in the, in the, in the NBA uh, – it's always kind of be like, well, you, it's, well, you got Chris Paul, so it's like, it's like he kind of, he kind of doesn't get the credit he deserves for, for for what he does because it's like they they didn't really start having any kind of true success until Chris Paul got there. But now I think there, there's no way that you can you know um, to take it away from him now. To me, to me, um, despite that very disappointing performance they had against Celtics, they're, they're still an incredible team. I, I still see them being as, as probably the best team in in, in the West uh, um, when it's all said when it's all said and done. So that's how I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna show Devin Booker some love and give him a, a top three MVP ranking as of right now. What you think? Oh, that's that's high. Whoa, you giving him more love than any of the mainstream media will. <laughs> I, somebody had to do it, man. Man, because I, I mean, I don't blame you because they're they're without Chris Paul, he's been really carrying the mantle. Like he's been carrying that franchise. They're the reason why they're, he's the reason. Even though he still has good parts around him, let's be real, he's the reason why they're number one right now. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like and then nobody, everybody has scouting report on Booker. He's been doing this since his rookie year. He's been killing. Nobody can stop the dude. He's great with both hands. He can finish at the rim with both hands. Soft touch off the glass. English, great. He's a textbook mid range game. His footwork is insane. He's smooth. He man. is literally Kobe disciple. Him and Tatum, mm-hmm. like yep. it, they have every counter move, counters on counters. It, it's beautiful to watch. Yep, the, the footwork, the focus, all that. No, I, I love his game. That's that's why I, I gotta say it. I don't think we're giving them enough credit. You know, I I still see him see him being being a, a guy who who could once again uh, have the best record in in the league. So we gotta see what happens. But Devin Booker, my top three man. Number two, I got the man from Bean Town, Boston mm. Celtics, Jason Tatum. Okay, okay. How, how you like that Boston Celtics announcer impression? Uh, it's alright. It's alright. Right. Uh, yeah, you know I, I need some water. That's why I could have been a little better, but I think, I think it wasn't bad. I think it wasn't bad. It's all good. Tatum averaging, man, averaging 30 and a half points per game, career high, 40% from the field, 8.2 rebounds, and a shade over four assists per game. He, mm. he, he, he has really learned from his mistakes from last, last year in the finals. He has really cleaned up his turnovers. He's gotten stronger. He's finishing back. He's getting to the foul line way more this season than he's ever mm-hmm. had in his career. Things again like to the final like what eight times per game, eight to ten times per game, something around there. You're right. And he he's he's just been amazing. He has a true swing percentage of sixty two percent. He has an offensive rebound percentage of three point four. He has been great on both ends of the floor and he's been making his teammates better. Like la- remember last year around this time around November, Mark him and Jalen Brown, like I remember that. I, I forgot what he's like. I'm just gonna paraphrase it. He's like, yep. "Yo, we're a team. We need to move the ball. We can't just be playing one on one if we plan on winning a championship." Exactly. And man, they they have really. Better. I mean, after after Marcus Smart said that last year, they went on a roll last year. Yes, sir. I remember that. Like around January, January, I think from January to the finals last year, they had the Total best defense team. in the entire league and uh, the best yep. record I think up until the postseason. Like it, that turnaround was crazy, and they they learned the lessons from the. Finals and that carry over how they played in the postseason last year, like playing against the Bucks and then the Heat. They have carried over how they played in those series to this mm-hmm. season. And then Tatum and Brown have both ascended into Tatum to me was already a top 10 player last season, postseason. And then Brown is like, I think Brown's top 15, 17 player in the league right now. I agree. T- Tatum is top five. I, I, I love the way I, I think 
he, he took that criticism uh, as far as his, you know, say lackluster play in the finals. And I, and I think he took it to heart. And, 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 and instead of, you know, piling about it, playing on social media, he, he got in lab and went to, and went to work. And I think it's showing this year. I, I think, I think he's coming for, for, for blood this year. You know, I, I think Tatum, I say, I, I, I he's coming for a ring. Cause he, he, he know, he knows he didn't play up the par for, for his capabilities in the finals uh, last year. So, so I think, I think he knows like, Hey, I, I, I got to come back and go get it this time. He has a 32.8 usage percentage. He has a 5.7 offensive box plus minus, and he has a plus six of a box plus minus, and his value over replacement is 1.8. Like, he's been, mm. <clears throat> excuse me, nothing but positive for the Celtics. And I think this team <clears throat> goes as far as Jason Tatum could take them. Like, definitely. I, I think this guy, I've been watching him since he was, man, I know Jason Tatum since he was 14, bro. Like, Wow, fourteen. I, yeah, I watch high school, college, and pro. I always know who's coming up. That's okay. why when I see these guys like Trey Young, I knew Luka Doncic since he was fourteen. I always knew Luka Doncic was gonna be a prodigy. Oh I was yeah, like, man, this guy's gonna be a killer. Since he was in high school, John Moran, yeah, I didn't yeah. know until he was in college. Design. That guy was unknown. So that's one guy I said I didn't know until he was in college. But still, <clears throat> like seeing all these guys kill in my generation, I'm like, man, I'm proud of these guys. I feel like, yo, like I need to go see them play one day. Me too, me too. I I, I got to see them all play. That, that, that's yeah, my at one too. point, like I feel you. like I feel like a proud father. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, <laughs> I'm like, like man, I I'm watching I've been watching Jason Tatum since he was a young 13, 14 year old in middle school. They were saying elite 14 year old Jason Tatum, silky smooth, offered from Kentucky. I'm like, okay, let me see what this kid's about. Ball's life. because I don't always get hype off mixtapes, but I was like, man, this guy's silky smooth. Duke offered him in Kentucky already. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. he's gonna be something. And he's only continued to get better and better. He's never became complacent, and he still yep. has that to that to this day. And it's showing. He's, he's been on being first team. He's been on being third team. He's been a perennial all star now. I wouldn't be shocked if he makes all defensive team one day. Like he's that good. I agree. I agree. I, I, I like I said, he's 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 him. That's all I say. But he's him. he really is. He him. The, like LeBron says, the man in the arena. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, now, what's so interesting about this? Uh, it's funny. I, I I have my top two swap with you. You know, for me, I, I have Giannis at two. To me, Gian, Giannis is just Giannis is just, and, and mind you, Giannis is the best player in the league. Doesn't like, don't get me wrong, but to me, Giannis at number two, I think it's a great feel. Like, like when we talked about it, he played without Chris Middleton for most of the season. His his numbers are just uh, at, at some point. I think we just gotten bored with Giannis. I mean, at some point, we're great players. You know, whether it be LeBron, Kobe, Tim Duncan, you know, guys like that, where they played great for so long, it just Oh, they average, you know, they get 30, 35, 10 and 10 and 10 in the game. Oh, okay, that's Giannis. No, that's not Giannis. You know, that's not just just just, just Giannis. That's a great player. Ball and show his respect. So I, I think with, with him, I, I'm I'm giving him his credit. You know, he, like I said, he he um playing about the second best player, has the second best record, you know, um in, in, in basketball right now. This playing at another level. I I gotta say, I, I see Giannis at least getting another. You know, final appearance, if not winning a ring this season, so I think I think he's that dominant. So, so I just got to show love to the to the second best player in the league. But I I got him. I'm, I I just got him just my Jason Tatum. I think this year, I think if if, if I'm thinking voting wise too, you have to factor in. You know, like I said, when, when I think about people get bored with bored with greatness, uh, voter fatigue comes into play. You know, Giannis already won MVP before. You know, he's already gotten Defensive Player of the Year twice. Like that. Twice, twice, exactly. So I'm th- I'm thinking with that. You know, Jason Tatum, the the, the young superstar. Uh, you know, really coming into his own now. Uh, you know, coming off a finals appearance, possibly coming, uh, possibly on the way to 
another finals appearance. Um, think about you know Bill Russell, unfortunately, just just passing away. Um, that that six on, on his unit on the on the on the um on his uniform. Uh, I, I think I think this year I think it, it's going to be a big year for Jason Tatum in the sense that like it might be his year for MVP because like I said, the, the best record in basketball, playing for that organization. Uh, only twenty four years old, putting putting up these incredible numbers. To me, I think Tatum Tatum as of right now, especially if they continue on his pace and, and um he 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 continues on his on his current pace offensively and defensively both both sides of the ball. Uh, just just like just like Giannis is doing, but like I said, to me the biggest thing is, is the fact that like him having the best record in the league and then and the Celtics with him, they they just look unstoppable. I, I got to give Tatum some love. I, I think he's a true number one right now. Or I'm gonna, you know. Combat that argument. Got you. Is man, Giannis. Let me give you his his nine games, last nine games that he's played, excluding the Charlotte game where he sat out. Right. Thirty-five, six, and seven against Sacramento. Mm. Against Orlando. Thirty-four, thirteen, and five. Mm. And he's shooting over fifty percent in most oh, of the yeah. Against the Lakers last Friday. Forty, <laughs> seven, and five. I watched that game. Oh, bro. AD and Giannis, I, I love when they go at each other. It's, mm. it's a classic way to happen. It's incredible. Against the Knicks, 37, 13, and 7. <laughs> like these, these 30 point plus games, double digit rebounds are a routine for him. We've Against got Dallas boys. Mavericks, 30, 11, and 4. Cleveland, 38, 9, and 6. Chicago, mm. 36, 11, and 7. Portland, 37, 7, and 6. Philly, 25, 14, and 4. That's when the latter incident happened. Ever since that latter incident, he's no. been off. Why why pick that man off? <laughs> yeah. You don't piss Giannis off. He's already internally motivated. He just made him even more motivated. Absolutely. 32 points per game, 55% from the field, over 11 rebounds per game, over five and a half assists per game. And he also is top three in defensive win shares, which is mm. to me, if you want to be when you're the best player, to me, he's the best player in the league because what he can do on both ends. Oh, yeah. What he's doing statistically for his team. Carrying the mantle when Chris Middleton was helping them be amongst the best teams in the league, they're mm-hmm. right there with the Celtics amongst the best in the East. They could grab that number one spot if they get oh, yeah. if Chris Middleton gets his mojo going, and then I feel like Giannis has another level he can even go to because I think his free throw shooting has been struggling. He's, yep. he's shooting like six three percent from the foul line. You got to work but on that. If he gets, if I feel like Giannis once they get that mojo fully going with Middleton playing like his all star self in his all star mm-hmm. form. Man, I I, I want to see the Bucks for Celtics. He's shooting sixty percent true shooting percentage. Mm-hmm. He he has a defensive win shares of one point three, offensive box, box plus minus six point five, and a value of a replacement of one point nine, basically two. Like his box plus minus is plus nine point two. Like it's amongst the best in the league. I think he's only behind Luka Doncic. Like that's because Luka Doncic commands the ball more, and right. surprisingly. Right now, according to basketballreference.com, Giannis has the highest usage rate in the league of 39%. Mm. It's over Luka. It's over Yo. And the fact that he has the highest usage rate, but he's still giving you maximum effort on both ends, to me, is what separates him from MVP amongst all the others. Whew, I'm not mad at that. I, even though I, I, I still stand on my Tatum take, but, man, as right now, it, 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 it's 1A, 1B. I mean, you, yeah, you, like, you, you can't – not, none of us are wrong. Like, I, I think I think it's either Tatum's or Giannis to lose at this point. Yeah, yeah like, like, like I said, like how, how I mentioned the Celtics and Bucks being the top two teams in the East, kind of by far that they're separating themselves among everybody else. 
it's the same individually when it comes to those, when, when it comes to the two best players for those teams and the Tatum and uh, Giannis after the Kupo. They're just I think I think they're they're on a level where like you 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 can't put them in in uh, in a tier of anybody else. They're they're known tier together. So to me, like it, it, it's gonna be a two man race this season. As long as they stay healthy, as long as they continue putting up the numbers that they uh with we expect them to put up, it, it's really gonna come down to Tatum and Giannis. And but right now. I, I would say it comes down to the better record, and I think you know Tatum. I, I see the Celtics having the best record in the, in the East this year. Oh, yeah, like, and then Giannis. I just feel like if he wins his third MVP, this puts him. Mm, I, I really think it. he's a top twenty player of all time. If he wins his I third agree. MVP, he's pushing top fifteen. If he wins that third MVP. Uh, all these right. is the rings. All these is the rings at this point. And if he gets the three rings in his career, I'm putting him in my top ten. Somebody's gonna have to come out. Yeah, yeah. It, it's always tough though. But but I I I think he can get there because his 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 height, his size, his 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 willingness to perform. His uh, motor, his motor does yep. not stop. Exactly. He's like a, he has the motor of Kobe and MJ. Like it doesn't stop. Oh yeah, he he, he don't take a playoff. That's why I I feel you. I would I wouldn't be shocked. If, if in the next, you know, three, four years, we're, we're looking at him as a top 10 player all time. It wouldn't shock me. Yeah. Some people, some people are so high on the honest. Like, they said if he can get to three, four, five rings, they they, they can see him being top five. Like, they say – they really Ooh. say they, they, he could be that high. I I, I, could, I I think that's a ceiling. I think he could be that good. I, I feel high. you. It, it, it feels crazy to say, but, you know, I, I don't, I'm not going to say for sure. But, uh, man, I, I'm not I definitely see top 10, though. As long as he stays healthy – Top oh top ten no doubt top ten yeah. top five is it's such rare air it's hard to think anybody can be being one being one of those basketball gods but I I, I can't say it can't happen yeah that's what, man like my I think my top ten uh, I'm just gonna name my top ten I didn't I don't remember the order I put it in but yeah. I had MJ I had LeBron I had Kobe I had Kareem I had Magic mm-hmm. Bird Shaq Wilt Russell and I. Then add Tim Duncan. I think Hakeem was just wait. Was Hakeem in there? Yeah. Mm. And I think yeah, I, put, I put Hakeem in there in mine. I put yeah. Hakeem in mine. Yeah. Ugh, I think about or, or, or was Shaq eleven on my list? I, I think I had Shaq. I think Hakeem had a Shaq. I'm not. I'm not mad at that. I'm not yeah. mad at that. I don't know. If, I, I don't know if I do it because, like I said, me being a Laker fan, it'd be crazy to put Shaq off my list when yeah. I'm watching them. <laughs> Oh man, now, now it's, yeah, it's wait, so wait, like when you when you really when you make lists just to make lists, it's cool, but when you got to put it in order, that's that's why when I do my 75 list, that's why I got a lot of clicks because people are like, oh, he's gonna put it in order now, okay? Because you because you, you gotta be afraid because the thing about lists sometimes is everybody has their favorite player, but somebody's gotta be off that list. You think about yeah, top 10, that's why I'm like, somebody got gonna be off leave the top 10, exactly. So, someone, somebody's gonna be disappointed in the, the day because like, there's so many great players throughout history. Uh, that like somebody is gonna be outraged by being left at the top ten. So like you got to be honest, and 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 I said I ain't mad about the leaving Akeem off. Uh, uh, even though Shaq has more rings, uh, uh, Shaq is the most, most dominant player of all time. But hey, head to head, you know I mean I know, I know Shaq was a young pup in the league and still balling, but Akeem did beat him in the finals pretty handily. I, I, reason like the reason I had Akeem over Shaq because of course he beat him in the finals, but what Hakeem could do, he was a better defender. Yeah, was more. He had more moves on the offensive end. He could hit the mid range. He could even hit the three. I saw him hit threes, and they just didn't shoot oh, yeah. that much during that time. If they he, he let him hit yeah. the three. Hakeem had oh, handles. Yeah. He he was a freakish athlete. Oh yeah. Like, oh my goodness. And he was averaging like four blocks per game. Like it was light work. Like it was a layup. Yeah, easy. 
No, I agree. That's what I said. I'm not mad at that. I, I got Shaq ahead of him very slightly. I, I, I think it's, you, you could swap them out. Either way, I wouldn't, wouldn't be mad at you. But like, Hakeem was one of the greatest of all time. Uh, to me, he's probably the greatest foreign-born player of all time. No, we're definitely gonna have to talk about our greatest players of all time one day. But oh yeah, we're gonna say that for I, another I, one. Oh yeah, we, we, definitely we, got we can't it. give it all to him now. Oh no, no, not not today. But man, I, and I had Steph right behind Shaq and Hakeem. I had Steph at twelve. Ah, okay, yes. oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, okay, okay. Steph, yo, Steph is. Yo, I'm telling, because me, and my friend, my friend was like, he was like, yo, I'm playing after Steph won that chip. He's like, I'm putting Steph over over Shaq over Hakeem. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I don't know Whew. if I'm doing that yet. I'm like, I don't calm know. down, calm I'm, down. I'm like, there's, two, there's both ends, there's two ends to a court on basketball. That's, that's, that, that's my only issue, and I love yeah. Steph, and I love, yeah, come on now, yeah, like I, I love, I, I know my history of the game. I don't get too recency bias, like nah. yeah, that, that's I love I mean. Steph, but I don't have Steph in my top ten. Just, just, that's, and that's yeah. the thing, because because you got to be fair. Like as much as we can love Steph and, and love his game, but we got to be fair, you know, and, and, yeah. and how we, and how we judge players. I I know we. Commonly, a lot of times it's not as uh, important, or at least as like appreciated. But in like, but before this current era where it's so offensive focused, we 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 did care about both sides of the floor, right? So I, yeah. I, I don't think you could really, in, in 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 fairness, you know, put a guy you know above certain guys who were impactful on both sides, especially big men. And then and that's the hard debate when you got a point guard. Who isn't, who isn't, you know, great on both sides of the floor. You know, he has improved. You know, I'll give him credit. Steph, Steph Curry has become better on both on defenders. Like, like, he's not, he's not, well. he's not, like, terrible. Like, a, no, a no, he doesn't even try, but. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hard, hard to play <laughs> that. Whole team's quick. Hard, hard to play that Olay defense. You know how that is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I see that's, that's reels on YouTube. I'm like, damn, bro. This guy really just let this guy go on fast break. He didn't even try. No resistance at all. Yeah, exactly. He's so, been trying to put hand in nothing. Exactly. That, that, that's why I can't can't give him as much credit, even, even though I love Harden's game offensively. But like, if, if he had the same defensive game, he'd be he'd be he'd be one of the goats. But like, I I I, I give credit to the guys. All, the, all my top ten guys. You know, I, mean, I know we'll probably get to it another time. All, all my top ten guys are two way players. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you're not a two way player, it's very hard to take you off. Yeah, that is true. But yeah, man. man, like. Yeah, Steph. I, I think Steph will get there. Like, I feel like once this generation is done, like Giannis, Tatum, Luca, Zion, pa- I think Paolo is gonna be if he stays. Oh man, yeah, I think Paolo, these guys Paolo are gonna rearrange the all time list, man. Like once they full careers play out, man, it wouldn't surprise me. Like yeah, I, I think Giannis it, and Luca could be top fifteen players of all. I think Giannis could be top ten. Luca, oh, yeah. it depends. To me, Luca. Some some people some of my friends think he. I said it depends if he win three championships, you got me. It's it's, it's gonna come down to to rings. As fortunate as what it comes down to, it's like because because he'll he'll get the numbers. He he's yeah. he, he's playing so many. I just want to see how many rings he if if he could get two MVPs at least and then mm-hmm. like two three championships, I might consider him my top ten. It's just I don't think he won't have the defense to really you know, make an argument over a lot of the guys who are in the top 10. Like, it's even hard to make the top 50. It's hard, man. Like, <laughs> like, it's, it's, let alone the it's, top it's incredible. 10. It's, it's incredible all the time we've had over all the all the years in NBA. So that's why I'm like, there's, there's dudes that are going to get left off. And, like, I mean, real, real quick, I can mention that top 75, but there's dudes that, like, I was very mad who got left off. You think about Dwight Howard, Vince Carter, Trace McGrady. These are some of the most incredible players I've ever seen. And, and the thing that they got left off a list 
sounds crazy to me. That just speaks with, to, to the incredible talent in the history of the NBA. Yep. And it's only going to continue to grow and get better. We have Victor Rama coming, man. We have oh, my goodness. Nixon. You love that man so much. Yo, I'm telling yeah. you, bro, he is, if he stays healthy. You'll be sending me clips. I'm like, what did he do this time? Like, I, I watch I watch full games of him. Like, yes, he has things to work on, of course, but 18 years old at that height, that skilled, moving that fluidly, so coordinated and bounced, and he has a beautiful jump shot. He's perfect for this era. Like, it, he is the next iteration of where the big man can go, where basketball can go. Like, NBA scouts and executives are even saying he's not this uh, franchise-altering talent. He's a league-altering talent. When you have executives saying that, Guys who've seen the greats, who've been around the NBA, they don't have to say that stuff. Like, they don't have to say that to say that. Everybody's saying he's the best prospect of all time, and some's even saying the best prospect is LeBron. And I honestly think he is the best prospect since LeBron. He, like, I, I, I that, like, he surpassed Zion for me. He surpassed Anthony Davis. I remember the height for those two were insane. But his his exceeds theirs, which is crazy. Yeah, I'm mad at that. Like I said, I I I, I want to see guys play play a little first before I, before I anoint them. I feel like you know, especially social media, yeah. guys guys get anointed so fast. And oh, yeah, I that is like, true. Yeah, and I feel like it, it just puts so much pressure on a guy uh, annoying him. Is like you know, people say, oh he oh he could be all star. He could be rush. I'm not rushing my player. I'm like let, let let's see him play first. Mount Rushmore let's is see, crazy. Let let's see <laughs> well, him. Well, let's I, see I, well, I think on. if he reaches his fullest apex, he can be in the goal conversation. A key he has that that could be wrong. I, I don't want to hate on the brother, but at the end of the day, like, I, I just want to see you in the league. I, I want to see yeah, you. Yeah, like, I'm, like, I'm waiting to see what he does in the league first, like next year. Like, exactly. I want to see what he is by year three, year four. That's what like the league's in trouble. Is that is that that's what I'm saying? But but by that point, I felt like we have a better idea to really know like what is his upside, what is what is his ceiling at this at this point. Like we really don't know. We can dream, we can yeah. hope, but like we we really got to see what team he's getting on. What, he's going to need some what, years to what, fill what, out his frame. He's going to need some years right. to learn NBA schemes defensively. Who's his coach going to be? Who's yep. going to coach? How are they going to manage his game? How, how, how are they going to really appreciate his game? And really a if he goes to the Spurs, oh, man. He's oh, man. Popovich? Popovich is going to teach him all the fundamentals. Teach him how to use that eight-foot wingspan to his apex defensively. Because, if man, if he learns how to use that wingspan, which he, which he does well already, but if he continues to get it to the next level, He's gonna win multiple defense player of the years. Like, no, I agree. I, uh, and that's that's the thing I can definitely predict with, with his with his with his height, his length. Like, if he's not a real defensive player, only way it could, could happen is if it comes down to lack of effort. Because as far yeah. as the the skill set, the frame, like he has all that in space. So I think as long as he puts forth the effort and the consistency, you know, it's guys the limit as far as that. As far as that. And then, like one thing I love about him, he studies the greats, and then he has that drive, that humbleness, but also the drive, the killer will. He studies a lot of Kobe. He said he he looks at Kobe videos, his drive and everything. I'm like, imagine being seven four, not just being aloof, but be having the killer instinct of a Kobe Bryant and Giannis. NBA, watch out! <laughs> man, man, <laughs> I, I can't wait. Like I, I want to. I, I hope if he plays in the East, like he goes to East Conference team, it'll be better because then we'll have more. Well, I'll, we'll have more chances to see him. Right. But now yeah, so he'll we'll we'll play the Knicks and Nets like four times a year if he goes to the Easter Conference. But if he gets drafted to the West, I only have like probably two chances a year to see him. So I, I want to try to see that kid in person one day. I, I have to see that. That's going to be a spectacle. Cool. Just like yeah. I, I want to see Giannis one day while he's in his prime. I need to see Steph before he Oh, yeah. Him. Me too. Me too, man. Yeah. I seen LeBron in AD before COVID happened. So I, I saw LeBron. I didn't see AD. AD. 
Yeah, I'm saying. Now, I need to see Kevin Durant because I've been to Brooklyn Nets games, but during that year, he was injured with the torn Achilles. I was like, oh, yeah. So I I need to see. Like, I have a bucket list of guys trying to see. Now, me too. I'm I'm the same way. I I, got to see certain guys, especially especially later in their careers. I got to really show, uh, make sure I know I appreciate appreciate their greatness by seeing them at least once uh, in in my life, man. Because they're they're once in a lifetime players. They're like, once they're gone, you know, we're, we're never gonna see anything like it again. So I, I can't wait yeah. to see it. And then, and then when 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 Webber, Webber gets in the league, got to see him too. And then hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll get get him on these podcasts and talk about him again. Because I know, like I said, he'll be he'll be he'll be worth talking about for years to come. Oh yeah, like he's the he's the one guy I really see who can be challenging Giannis for best player in the league a few years in his career. If he if he pans out, goes to the right organization, to develop him, he's the only guy I see who can be better than Giannis. Honestly. Like, yeah. I don't see Luca passing Giannis because defensively, Zion. I, I don't. I need to get better, like shoot more jump shots, and then you know improve defensively. But I don't think Zion's gonna be. A, I think he, he could be a top five player or top ten in the league. But I don't see him being the best player in the league. But Giannis, Luca, when Bayama coming, it's just too many freaks of nature. Like Zion's a freak of nature. Don't get me wrong. They're all one of ones, like KD would say, but. Mbayama, I've never seen anything like this. He is like the next evolution of KD, five inches taller. Kevin Durant even loves him. I know I've heard, I've heard, I've heard all the stuff talking about that. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm a hold off on giving him too much praise, but about, yeah, but I, like, like Steph Curry's like imagine two K. You put a guy 99 overall, put seven foot four guard. That's Mbayama. LeBron called him dude the alien. Giannis, right. Giannis is a Greek freak, a freak of nature. He even said. Yo, we're, NBA, we're, we're in trouble. And KD said the same thing. He put the league on. He said, guys, I think we're in trouble when this guy next year. Like, yeah, you absolutely. have the top five players in the league, not this role. We're talking about super, the best of the best in the league saying we're in trouble. I've never seen I anything agree. like this. I haven't seen anything like it since LeBron, honestly. No, I, I agree, but, but but that's how I say, like, like I, I don't, I, I don't want to jump the gun too much. I- to believe it, so like when yeah, he's in the league, I, I, I can't I, I'm sure he's gonna ball. But I'm gonna see the KDs, the Giannis's, the Embiid's, the Jokic's next year, man. Yeah, so when he does, we're we gonna talk about it. <laughs> let's, let's even, even against Evan Mobley too, I, I think that would be a great matchup against Chet Holmgren. Like, oh yeah, I can't, I can't wait to see those Chet guys Holmgren, too. Mobley, Wembyama. I think they're the next generation of star bigs after the Giannis and Embiid Jokic generation. I think they're the next three that are coming up. I agree. The, the, the league is in good hands with them. I, I think with, the, with those guys, the, 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 those guys will be some of the great, great big men of our future in the NBA. Oh, yeah. So before we close out the show, speaking from greats, let's talk about some of the top our top five players in the league quickly. Who, who's who's yes. the top five in order, man, from five to one? Uh, I mean, so it, it actually took me a little a little while to actually figure this list out. Um, I'm going to just go from five to one real fast. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, I got – so I got Steph Curry at five. Got Steph Curry at five. His, his longevity now is coming into in play with, with how great he's playing. He's having a ridiculous season. Um, I, 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 think, I think he is I, – I have him on the list as, as the top two point guard all-time right behind Magic Johnson. Yep, so, yep. But in, in the league today, I, I think he's a top five player. Um, so credit, credit to him and his, his longevity. Four, I got Kevin Durant. Uh, he, he off offensively. What, what more? What else can you say? Uh, he's he's just doing what he does at this point. Again, it's another player. I think we're just bored with his greatness. Or he scores so effortlessly, so oh, so effortlessly, so easy uh, to the point where now it, it just it just it's a pleasure to it's just a pleasure to watch. And and, and at his age, 
it's a pleasure to watch because we didn't know how much longer we we're gonna get it. So, so you really gotta appreciate him more now, and, and especially after after the uh, horrible injury he had, I, I felt like he deserves his credit. He's a top four player. Number three, Luca, my yeah. favorite player in the league right now. Uh, I, he, well, what can you say about him? He, he's he's a, he's a phenomenon. It, it's it, at his age, how ready he came into the league at you know when he came into the league uh, from playing uh, uh, he played for Real Madrid, I believe. The, the thing he came yeah. in that that ready when he came into the league to now at twenty three he's he's absolutely arguably the uh, the best player in the league at times. Uh, his, his offensive game is pure, passing, rebounding. He, he does everything you want him to do. Uh, I, I think he has uh, what isn't he top ten all time in triple doubles too? So another another yeah. thing about an all around player. Year five, <laughs> exactly. So so he 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 can run away with that list. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens and how many more Russell, Russell Westbrook can stack up. But uh, he he might run away with that list. So I'm thinking like. I think I think with with Luca, there's only there's only a couple of players you can put ahead of him, and that's why I put Jason at at two. You know, even though he's my number one MVP, I think I think he he is number two in the league. He, he's he's playing phenomenal, having his best season of his career. Uh, man, he, he he's a he's a future all time great himself, or all time great Celtic uh, in the, in the making. Um, but number one, I mean, what what else can we say? It, it's it's got to be the great Giannis Antetokounmpo. He he's he's been the best player to me. Honestly, for, for the past uh, couple of years, uh, yeah, it, it, it just like I said, you, you went over his recent numbers. It, it's crazy to say, but those numbers are normal. <laughs> the thirty-five, <laughs> thirty-seven, the forty-one, like those are normal for him. If it was anybody, else, if it was somebody high in points. Yep. Yep. If it was, if it was somebody new, it'd be, oh my god, have you seen this? Have you seen this player? But him, we're bored. It's like, yeah. well, we know you can do that. If he was five years younger, twenty-three, like Luca and Tatum. They'd be like, oh exactly. man, God. Exactly, he's been doing it for so long. We're just born with greatness, man. But uh, but I, I got to give him credit. I feel like I feel like got to appreciate him more. Uh, I know I know he's still very young. It's crazy. I, I think he's only what is uh, 27, 28 now, and it's so, like he he has he has still a lot of prime left. But I, I got to give him credit. Giannis Antetokounmpo, best player in the league. So honorable mentions: Nikola Jokic, Denver Nuggets, mm. Jamal Grizzlies, LeBron, of course. He's got always in that combo. The way Anthony Davis been playing, yes, yes, he 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 has some duration. But my top five, so I'm gonna do this quickly. I, I got KD the Brooklyn Nets. He will be in every conversation if he was better. Simple as that. The numbers he's putting up, the efficiency, he makes the basketball look so easy. I don't think I've ever seen anybody so easy out of like Kobe and Jordan. Like I agree. That's nobody, funny. nobody at his size should be doing what he's been doing throughout his career. It, it, it's Ludicrous to me. I agree. And he solid rebounder. He's a good defender when he wants to be. And he, yeah, the Nets. I think the Nets are top five in the East right now, or top six. If they can start racking up wins, like on a win streak, he'll be making some MVP buzz. Like he, he has numbers and all that, and he's been healthy this season compared to the last two seasons where he's had hamstring injuries or a knee injury here. Like he's been healthy this season. He's he's been. His team, which is good to see, because I want to see KD play. We haven't seen KD play an All Star game in how long now? Like before hey, COVID? Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's before COVID, two, twenty. Yeah, no, yeah. You know that was. Yeah, I was a freshman in college. I was a freshman in college. It's been that man. long. So I, I'm glad to see KD on the court doing this thing. At four, I got Steph Curry, the Golden State Warriors. Okay, Steph Curry, man, that. what can you say? The baby face assassin. This guy. He 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 strikes fear into opponents' hearts from the minute he walks out the from he walks half court when he walks into the building. 
Absolutely. <laughs> when he walks into the building and he's you not guard even that, in his clothes yet, you you feel the fear. He can make any shot you could think of. When I'm seeing him shoot shots in the tunnel, like, just flicking it, looking that easy, I'm like, how? Even if I practice that for a whole year, I don't think I can do it. It's crazy to me. Absolutely. He he makes shooting 40% from the three-point line look effortless. Nobody should be shooting from the three-point line 40% throughout their career, let alone one season. It's effortless. Like, yeah, Stafford. Just like, <laughs> yeah. Just like Charles, the TNT crew. He makes it look yeah, yep. Stafford. Stafford-less. <laughs> yes, sir. Like, that's why I, I appreciate greatness. I, I'm not really a team guy. I've never been that way growing up. I just I just appreciate great players, like star all-star star players, guys who have Hall of Fame potential. Like, Seth Curry, he's made himself into a Hall of Famer. Nobody saw this coming for his career. Nobody. Nope. Because when he, when he first started, ankle injuries. Everybody thought, man, can this guy stay healthy? Almost got traded. Yeah. And, and they signed into that contract extension. I think in 2012, they were like, man, they're betting big time on Steph. And look what he turned into. He changed the game forever for the better, in my opinion. Absolutely. Like, he, made play, he made bigs have to be more skilled. That's why you're seeing, like, to me, Dirk changed the game for bigs. KD, KG, and Steph. They made, that's why we see the one by Yamas, the... Carl Towns shooting threes, handles all that. Anthony Davis, Giannis with his well, Giannis not shooting threes, but the way he can handle the ball and facilitate, they changed the game. We we see those guys because of those four guys, in my opinion. I agree, absolutely. Like Giannis studying KG and stuff. When Bayama, he said he studied Giannis, KD, and he definitely he works out with Dirk's trainer, when Bayama. So. Really, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, That's why I saw that Dirk trade. Okay, I see yeah. where it comes from, man. Okay. Yeah, I forgot his What's name. Old sure something. I, I forgot his name, but it's some hard okay. name to pronounce. But what Steph does is the way he plays off the ball is the best we've ever seen. His gravity, the way he pulls his defender away from the rim, making it easier for his teammates to cut to easy to the rim for easy baskets and finding guys in open lane. It just makes the Warriors a fun organization to watch, and he's a fun player to play with. Everybody wants to play with him. He's a probably arguably the most lovable, great player in NBA history. Like, I agree. It, it, it's, I'll, I'll, I need to see him play before he retires. That's all I got to say. Me too, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, I got Luka Doncic. Man, Same. I've been watching this kid since he was 13. Fourth. I first heard this kid when he, in 2013 when I was 13 years old. He was 14. He's a year older than me. That's I'm like, crazy. man, who is this kid? That's I'm like, crazy. Yeah, because I've been found out. I, you know, I, I tell you, like I said, I found high school, college, pro, and I try to always see who's got next. Yeah, I respect like, it. Who's, who's this kid, Luka Doncic? I'm like, this guy is for, killing pros. And I remember when he was like 16 or 17, played against MVP season Russell Westbrook, and he held his own. I'm like, he played against Russell Westbrook in a preseason game at his apex, and he did it. Work on him. Yeah. I'm like, I remember yo, that. This kid. Now, I think that was the year before he came to the NBA. So 2017, yep. 18, or 2016, 17. I think a year or two before he came to prior to his arrival to the NBA. I'm right. like, yeah, this this guy, I don't care if he's slow. Like athleticism ain't everything. Basketball IQ. Yep. His IQ, his ability to use his body. Yep. He knows how to use his body. Six eight with that two thirty-five frame of his. He's strong. He knows how to contour his body. He plays at his pace. Yep. And his ability to get the defender on his hip and finish with both hands is unparalleled. It's like he's my favorite player in the league. Yeah. And I've been saying since 
in my opinion, when he was a rookie, when he went rookie of the year, I was like, yo, this guy could be a better version of James Harden one day. I said it from his rookie year. Mm. I'm like, yo, this – and that was James Harden. I'm not mad at that. Uh, I think that was the year after his MVP season. He was still right. James Harden. I think he was scoring 36 a game that 2018-19. crazy, yeah. I'm like, yeah. yo, I'm like, Luka Doncic, this kid, this kid could be a better version of James Harden. And he, to me – he kind of is because he shows up in the playoffs more than James Harden. Big games. Oh, God. <laughs> yep, <Yeah>. absolutely. <laughs> no, <laughs> hey, no, you're right. Yeah, you laugh because you know I'm right. Luca <laughs> shows up in big games. Like, he's shown it throughout his career. He hit that game winner in game four against the Clippers in 2020 to tie the series 2-2. With that, like, it was either hit, go well, tie the series 2-2, or go down 3-1. He, he hit it in that big moment. Last year against the Suns, game seven. Winner go home on the road. He has his team. He uplifts his team to uh, demolishing Game 7 against the best team in the NBA and the Suns. 2021 playoffs against the Clippers. Even though they lose that series, he puts up historical numbers. Like, he, he's just against the two some of the two best wing defenders we've ever seen, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. And he's only 23. He's only 23. <laughs> like, the same, what? Man. And like, yo, his if he stays healthy, I hope the Mavericks really put a team around him so he can at least win a championship in his career. He deserves it. He deserves like, it. Like, please, please give my, give my All NBA some, some yeah. kind of all something. He's been All NBA first team three times already in just four years in NBA. That's crazy. It's a bad man. Some people don't. Some people are all time greats. They don't even reach three time All NBA first team. Throughout That's true. Their whole That's career. True. Talk about. I think he has as the same amount of NBA first teams as Dwayne Wade, and Dwayne really? Wade's all time great. Dang, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think Dwayne. Wade he always, he always I think Kobe he has maximum like three time first team All NBA. He also Kobe had him for the most part. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. it's because Kobe was in his era. That's why. If, that, if not for yeah. Kobe, he would have so many. More. That's easy first time. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Because he was easily the second best shooting guard behind Kobe. He was oh, the yeah. third best shooting guard of all time. Like to me, it's not even yeah. debate. Some oh, people yeah. say. Some people used to say, "Oh, when I don't want to. I don't want to hear that." I'm like, "No, no I don't want to hear that." Uh-uh. Yeah, D-Wade was clutch. He showed up in big moments, and he's a way better defender. <laughs> Absolutely, exactly. There's no, there's no comparison. Come on now. Yeah, but like Luca, to me, he's like a James Harden who shows up in big moments, and I mm-hmm. feel like if they just put the right pieces around him, and then part of it too, some people say, "Oh, yeah, Luca, his usage rate is high and all that," but then again. Look at the pieces around him. Who can he really give the ball to and be like, okay, I have confidence this guy could give me a breather, and I know we're, we can still have a chance to win the game. Like, he doesn't really have a guy like like an all-star co-partner who mm-hmm. can take the pressure off him. So I'm, exactly. I, I'm waiting to see, like, if he re- once he really gets a true star player with him, I want to see how that works. Then I'll really judge him, like, okay, does this guy really want to win because he has more help with him now, or is he just about his numbers? That's, I, I think so I'm still special. waiting to see. He's still very young. Right. So we'll see. We'll, we'll have to wait. Like, we won't really know that answer until, like, the next 10 years. Exactly. Yeah, first, we gotta, first, Mark Cuban got to get him some damn help. We, we got to see that first. Please, man. Come on, Q. Yeah. And num- at number – I'm at number two now. Number two, right. I got Jason Tatum. I'm doing base off this season. J- Jason Tatum. Okay. Boston Celtics. Man. Seeing him from the when he was he, rookie year, everybody was like, "He's only 19. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was crazy. <laughs> At a dude, you, you still yo. Those comments will never age with Jason Tatum when he People when he's in retirement, thirty eight. Like, no, Tatum, you're only nineteen. You're gonna see that. You're gonna see that. You're gonna see on Instagram or whatever platforms social media creates in the next 10, 15 years. Exactly. 
the two-way brilliance of Tatum. He's gotten better every season of his career. He's been up career highs this season all across the board. And he, to me, everybody's saying, is he a superstar or not? To me, he's been a superstar oh, for like yeah. the last year or two. That's probably been a question, yeah. Yeah, like, he's been to, he's had so much playoff success. He's been to the conference finals like three or four times now. Exactly. That like, doesn't, it doesn't happen yeah. very often. That's rare. You can, even, you can even argue his rookie season, he was the best player in that conference finals team because Kyrie Irving was out with injury that year with his knee. Mm, that's a good point, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, you can argue that. Remember that dunk on LeBron he had? That's when, <laughs> that's when I think he that's was talking when really started too. realizing, yo, who is this kid? Yeah, yeah, he wasn't scared. Yep. He, 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 he It's like Luca. Jason Tatum is not scared of the big moment. Like, he yep. shows up in the playoffs, and his playoff numbers back that up. And he played with a bad shoulder in the finals. I know people would be like, oh, no excuses, but nah, when you look at when you look that, at when you look at his performances against the Bucks and Heat in big games, he showed up. Exactly. Yeah. And you, then, you, you can tell he was off. You, you could tell in that finals. I, 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 I know people don't want to say no excuses, but when, when it comes to a shoulder injury, and, and you're, you're yeah, a, that, a that's going to affect your ball. shot. That's going to affect yeah. your, your ability to want to take contact and everything. Exactly. I don't, I don't blame him for that. And then, like, this guy, his rookie year, his third year in 2020 in the bubble, they were one game away. A Bama bot at a bio block away from making it to the finals. Oh, my, I remember that. Yeah. Year, yep. He could have been to the finals twice in his first three seasons, if not for LeBron James and that Bama at a bio block. It's crazy. Like it's it. final. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Like he, he, the Celtics have been battle tested. You're talking about that. This guy has been through his lumps. That's why Tatum is another guy. I, I expect him to win. A couple championships. He's been through his lumps. Oh yeah, he's only twenty four. He's only gonna be twenty five in March. He's not, not even in his prime yet. Exactly. Now, I, I, see I don't know what people me. usually consider prime around twenty six to twenty eight. So he still has yeah. a few years left till he actually hits his prime. That's what I say. That's what's hard to hear as a Lakers fan, you know. But I, I got to give him his credit. You know, the, the Celtics got got to have a couple rings coming their way. It, it'd be it'd be a shock if he didn't because with, with Tatum's talent and the, and the talent around him, perfect championship scenario there. And then, and then when I'm watching. When I was when I was at my up at New Paul's last year watching the playoffs, I think right. it was, I don't know if it was Game Six or Game Five, Bucks versus Celtics. Him and Giannis put on a classic playoff duel for the ages. Tatum yep. hitting like eight threes. He had forty six points that game. Giannis had forty four points, like twenty. He had like a Wilt Chamberlain stat line. It was insane. Points, I was watching rebounds. It. That was one of the greatest duels I've ever seen in my life. Same. I was yeah. like, oh my goodness. Tatum's going against the Greek god and he's holding his own. Exactly. Like, I, I was so, I was so impressed with the series, man. I'm like, this kid, this kid is something else. I'm like, that's why I think like the all-time list is going to be rearranged in the next 15, 20 years. These kids, oh, yeah. man, if they continue to do what they're doing, stay healthy, and continue to put in the work, Zion, Luca, Tatum, Giannis, Ja, all these guys, Trey Young. It's gonna be it's a shakeup. Some, some old heads gonna be bad, but like, hey, yeah, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta give them credit. Yeah, I, I, I'm not even gonna be mentioning guys who I think who are young right now because I want to see how they progress. But there's some freakish talents coming. That's all I gotta say. Like, it's a, it's some freakish talents coming. But yeah, I got Tatum number two. One, we both agree. Yeah, the Greek freak man. I mean, what else do I really have to say? I've been Come saying that. I've, <laughs> I've been thinking he's the best player since. After his after he won the second MVP, honestly, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, after he I won so. the season, he, stamped he, it. he won MVP and Defense Player of the Year. After that, twenty twenty season, going into twenty 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 one, I was like, yeah, this guy's the best player in the league. 
Yeah, I agree. I he's like, stamped yeah. it since then. And, and at this <laughs> point, and, and now, it, it, it's, it's to me, it's honestly, I, I know he doesn't like to consider himself, because I've heard him talk about it before, he doesn't like to consider himself the face of the NBA. Sorry, if, if you put them crazy numbers like this, you you the face. And you're doing it on both ends at an elite level? And you're winning games at an elite level? Exactly. And even though he don't want to, he deserves it. You're the face of the league, and, like, you you deserve it. Your talent speaks for it. Your, your personality speaks for it. Like, he's hilarious. You know, I, I see the interviews all the time, the, the dad jokes, the, just the, the funny things he always yeah, says. Yeah, that, that, those you know be killing saying? me. I'm like, yo, I love this guy. That's what, what I'm so saying. so humble and it's so corny. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And then you think about his story. Uh, I know you saw uh, the Disney movie based on his life. Like, I, like he, he's the face of the league, and, and, like, he deserves whatever rewards come his way, man. He's that, he's that good. He really does. Like, yes, sir. I can see this guy winning another defense player of the year one oh, day. Yeah. I can see him winning at least another MVP or two in his career. Like he can, he has the chance. He is already a pantheon player to me, and he has whatever else comes is just just icing on the cake. I consider him a small forward, a power forward. I consider him a small forward because he handles the ball more on the wing. Like he initiates the offense. I don't know what do you, what do you consider him. Some yeah, some people have him small forward. Some say power forward. No, I, I feel like he's pretty primarily a small forward because of the way how much he handles the ball. You know what I'm saying? If he plays so, more, okay. more in, a, in a post, okay. Yeah, so I got because no, yeah, some people say power forward. Because it's like forward. point forward type. So, I, so when I think of point yeah. forward, usually it's small, yeah, small forward. He, he handles the ball in the wing a lot. He initiates the offense, creates for others. Like I think Giannis has a chance to be the second greatest small forward of all time. That, that's what I, I agree. Gonna, I agree. Yeah, I think. Like I think, he, I think if if he gets one more ring, I think he'll definitely definitively pass KD for me. You could arguably say he's over KD already. Ooh, what? Oh, yeah. man, that's tough. Yeah. I don't know. Bro, if you really look yeah. at his accolades, bro. I'm not mad at you. All perennial defense, that matters too. KD ain't defender, Giannis is, man. He isn't. And then Giannis's numbers, his impact is just as good as KD's, or if not better. It's, it's like, crazy. And he's about someone passing KD. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Giannis's accolades compared to 28-year-old KD, I think he blows him out the water. I'm not mad that and he has it, the best player like, of the year. It's the NBA teams. Like the only thing that will hurt him is his slow start because he didn't start playing basketball until he was like 13, 14, or fifteen. Yeah, That's the only thing that will hurt him. Kings when it comes to like career totals and accolades. Other than that, his prime we've ever seen like arguably top five. Like it's crazy. And he's nowhere that, near done yet. That that's something we're going to talk about next time. Man, I didn't think about that. He could really, you really think he could be better than Giannis? I mean, better than KD all time already? Ooh. Yeah, bro, gotta, if he gets a ring this time. year, it's not even. Cool. You got to get into that next time. All right, bro. We'll, if, we'll he, if he gets a ring this year, it's not a debate anymore. Like some people will say, still, is he still over KD? KD's rings were with the Warriors stack team, so I can that's get that. Saying. I, I don't have my whole lot higher for that. on my list than Giannis, like like eight spots higher. If Giannis gets yeah. another ring, it's not a debate for me anymore. Or even another Ooh. MVP. Like, this this dude, he impacts the game better on both ends than mm-hmm. KD does. Man, like, KD's game so. is prettier, but I feel like Giannis makes more of an impact. I can't, yeah, I can't argue that. I can't argue that, yeah. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Like, yeah, I got you. I got you. Like, damn, this guy's good. <laughs> now, now you're right, because it's like, man, it's just so crazy to consider the fact that KD is great as he still is, the fact that someone could surpass him while he's playing. You know what I'm like, saying? Like the players that are are all time great, that are going to be Hall of Famers mm-hmm. that, we, that nobody saw being all for Giannis, Steph, Damian Lillard, and John Morant. These guys were unknowns. These guys weren't highly touted coming into the league. Mm-hmm. Like Dang, these guys yeah. had to Absolutely. make their name, and they've done that. Oh yeah, they, that's they why I get major time. props to those four. Those four. 
they and they have carried their respective franchises like they're they're heroes in their hometown in their respective franchises organizations yeah. like like Damian Lewis the man in Portland, mm-hmm. Jaws the man in Memphis, Giannis in Milwaukee, and then Steph in San Francisco. Man, those guys, what they've done for their careers, like everybody, everybody loves John Moran. He's about to get a new deal with Nike. He's about to get. Oh yeah, I heard about that deal. too. Yeah, Giannis I'm, I'm got excited. his freak Zoom shoes that everybody loves. Like, yep. But man, Giannis, I really think Giannis has a chance to be a top five player of all time if he wins a couple more rings. If he gets the three rings for me, I think he could be top five. Three, if he gets the three rings, continue to get more NBA teams, all defensive teams, and rack up more All Star games. This guy's like an Iron Man too. He does not really miss games. He don't miss games. Yeah, that's, that's what like, I love. He'll, he'll that's what I love. And there, I think the coach's decision does that. Yeah, like, they, they, they make him do like that, he doesn't but... want to rest the games, but they'd be like, okay, Giannis. Your knee feels a little sore. Let's rest it. It's a regular season. We want to want you good for the playoffs and later in the season. Like, exactly. Not not Giannis take take Giannis. I mean, we talk about missing games. He, he don't take plays off, so he definitely nope. he definitely want to miss games. I agree with you. Nope. Like he to me, he has taken the hair to the throne from LeBron. Like, oh yeah, he, he's he, taking he, it he after. Took, he took that crown. Yep. Everybody everybody keeps saying who's the next face of the league. I'm like, bro, this is so disrespectful to this man. Like he's yeah. saying, is it going to be Luca? Is it going to be Ja? Is it going to be – bro, it's Giannis. They keep saying – It's Giannis it's, right now. Bro, Giannis is 28 in his prime. He's been the face since he was 26. What That's are you talking what I'm about? Saying. Yeah. He, I, he won a I, championship I at a younger age than LeBron and Jordan. Yep. Yep. Come on, bro. Very good point. Hey, yeah. He, he could have had, had two right now if Chris Middleton didn't get hurt. Because, trust me, they would have won last year if Middleton stayed healthy. That, that was my win. biggest argument. And, and, and like I said – nobody in Golden State right stopping Giannis. Nobody. Hmm. I love Tatum, but Giannis is on another level. That's what I'm saying. No, exactly. No, no one's getting from that freight train. No one's getting from that freight train. No, I'm sorry, Jamon Green, Andrew Wiggins, dunking <laughs> on your heads. He's punishing you. You love to see it. Yeah, of course. And Tatum is strong, but Giannis is twice as strong. Exactly. No, they don't, they don't call the Greek free for nothing, man. So, no, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I got sure. Giannis. Like Giannis, I think he's gonna be the best player in the league for a little for a while, unless when Bayama comes in and really listens to the hype. When yeah, we'll the only guy I see challenging him the next couple of years that I see coming up right now. But even, even Giannis loves one. his game. Even Giannis on Sergio Bach podcast on YouTube said, "Yo, you got to see this kid. Like he's a big fan. Of, like I love his personality. Like Giannis, he's just the perfect face of the league. A guy who represents the league. Yeah, and he earned it every step of the way. Yep." So closing out the show, man. Tell the people, uh, tell people where they can find your work, man. Man, man, uh, I'm a writer with uh, on my own website, Wilson Wayne Sports Network. You can find it at uh, philwillsn.com. You'll find the latest articles on NBA and WNBA. I got my latest article out. I'm covering uh, the the latest week in the NBA season. So uh, come check me out, and I think I, and I think you'll love it. Yeah, and then tell them tell them your socials, man. Uh man, you'll find you'll find me Phil Will Twenty Four on Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Philip Wilson. Uh, find me, find me anywhere you see, uh, you see you want to see me, man. LinkedIn as well. I love to connect, but love, love the network. So hit me up. Yeah, man, it's been a pleasure doing this. I had a great time doing this. I hope you did too, man. This was man, this is fun, man. It's a pleasure, bro. Hey, you know your stuff. It was, it was great being able to talk to you about it, man. This, this is awesome. You did, you did, you did really good. This is your first ever podcast you ever done. Yeah, man. I, 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 I. I I've had friends tell me, "Hey, you, you need to get in this lane. You, you, you know your stuff. We love to hear, hear what you got to say. You got you got a good personality." But I, said, oh, I don't know. I've never done it before. But nah, this, this is a fun little lane to be in, man. I I, I appreciate you spoken to this world, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Anytime, man. I appreciate it, man. My honor. Like, 
you know your stuff. Maybe we could do this like every week or two weeks, you know? Yeah, I'm down. Awesome NBA, because we both love the NBA. Always something to talk about. Oh, yeah. You, you, can be, you can be my NBA partner. <laughs> hey, for sure. Hey, Iron Man. Hey, I always love collaboration, brother. That could be a good look. All right, man. Well, thank you for a great episode, man. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. I really appreciate it. No problem. Man, I, I, Giannis for MVP, brother. Hey, <laughs> I, I, I got Jason right now, but, but hey, me, 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 you're going to talk about this thing later in the season. Believe that. We love to update this conversation. <laughs> now, I look forward to it, man. All right, man. Have a good one, man. You too. Peace. Peace. Well, that's going to do it for the episode, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you guys really enjoyed the content with my, my main man, Phil Wilson. Well, I'm going to try to bring on at least every week or two, talk some NBA related topics. And I, I think we really got into it. I really enjoyed it. I had fun. And it's kind of helping me get back to myself. So make sure you guys like the podcast, share it with your friends. Listen to, uh, go to the DJSportsShow.com. Continue to subscribe to the website. It's free to become a member. And check out some of my gear. Like I have my own design. I have DJ Sports Show hoodies. I have joggers. I have fanny packs. I have drawstring bags. I have short sleeve shirts. I have sweatshirts. You name it. Make sure you guys go check it out. The shop section of djsportshow.com. Get that merch. Share with your friends, your family, co-workers, anybody who likes sports. Share about the website. And make sure you guys continue to follow the podcast and everything. And leave a like, leave five stars, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, etc. Without further ado, it's been your host, DJ Hamilton. And I'll see y'all next time. Mm-hmm.